My waves get lost in the ocean Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions Sent up a flare, I need love and devotion Trade it for some faces that I'll never know, notion Maybe I should try to find the old me Take me to the places and the people that know me Trying to just connect, thinking maybe you could show me If there's so many people here, then why am I so lonely? Hard to find, let's face it By the perfect home when there's a flood in the basement Made a couple dollars now and I ain't trying to chase it Kids from Oklahoma, man, we don't waste it I'm just trying to paint the picture for me Something I could give a damn about in maybe 40 years And I've been ready and willing and able to edit the story Cause there's so many people here to be so damn lonely Switching to a new lane Foot to the floor, man Searching for the real thing Need somebody else Sometimes ain't no shame Head to the clouds, ain't It's like, can I get a connection?
know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Thursday, hashtag, or whatever, slash Friday Eve. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Yes, survived yet another thunderstorm in the great state of Texas last night. God damn. There was tennis ball-sized hail coming down last night. Yeehaw. It rained like a some bitch. Now it's all dry. It's all gone. All gone. Nothing to see here. Gonna be a nice day now. Uh, hopefully y'all are having a great Thursday morning so far. Uh, let's get to some good mornings, shall we? Uh, Andrew, first one here. Happy Friday Eve, y'all. Look at that, Brady kid. Good morning. I hope you're doing well today. Straight Fire says, Arnie, yesterday's show was uh, excellent. So here I am trying to get some ass. Well, today's show. Let me tell you, today's show ain't going to let you down, because we are chock full of entertainment and shit to talk about today, including a thing I found on Reddit. Now, I, I got to, uh, oh, okay, let's see. Um, uh, oh, wait, 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 okay, I can put them there, okay, okay, and then, okay, I have my list now. Uh, uh, things that we loved as kids but hate now. Things as we loved as kids. Like when you were a little kid, you loved it. Let's say, I don't know, you're a weird kid and you liked Brussels sprouts as a kid. And all of a sudden you grew up and your palate became a little bit refined. And you said, that shit's gross. I don't want to eat that shit no more. So anything like that. We'll do that later on. We got that in a couple, couple like song breaks away. But I want you to start thinking about it in your head. Uh, all right. So, let's see. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Yes. Dave Coe's here. Good morning. Christopher, morning. He's out in Fresno, dodging bullets. Travis, good morning, ass family. Hot Mama says, happy Friday Eve, ass. Well, happy Friday Eve to you. Sassy Pammy's in the house. She says, good morning. Alicia says, good morning, ass fam. I hated sleep, but now I love it and regret not sleeping when I should have. See, exactly. That's a perfect one. I could have one like that on my list. Fred, good morning, my man. How are you? All right. Anything I got to talk about that happened yesterday? Should we just fucking just get going? Just get going? Just get going. Yeah. Try and think. There's no new no fucking Chicago PD last night. What the fuck? I got I got uh, Resident Alien recorded. Can't wait to watch that. Second to last episode of the season. Going to watch that today. I'm all caught up in Shameless. I'm all caught up in everything, yeah? Okay. Uh, interesting. It logged me into my old account. Well, there you go, Fred. Uh, all right. Now, today it's happening. Ladies, I mean, honestly, like, this, this is a big deal. I mean, this is... Oh, whoops. Got to keep the music playing. Today is it. After 64 days in office, nine weeks, President-elect, I'm sorry, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, will address the media today. Who is pumped about that? I got to tell you, I'm excited. 
I'm excited to see Stammerin' Tough Joe. Oh, and by the way, by the way, how about this? How about this? It happens during the show. I'm your huckleberry. Oh, you goddamn right you are. Oh, yeah. I, I Look, I, I fucking bookmarked the, the White House's YouTube page. That way I get direct coverage of this, and we are going to cover it. 11.15, or no, 12, it'll be 12.15 our time. 1.15 Eastern time. So 12.15 my time, 10.15 y'all's time. Douglas says it'll be a script. Well, have you watched uh, The Sinner on Netflix? No, I have not. Is that good? Well, that's why I'm doing this story first. The Washington Post writers warn reporters to avoid drama, sound bites at Biden's, Biden's first news conference. So you already have one major news organization. The Washington Post is telling their reporters, don't ask anything too hard. That's what that means right there. Avoid drama or sound bites. I don't know how long this press conference is going to be. Hot Mama says I should check it out. The Sinner. Okay. No, Andrew, don't, don't, Andrew. With commentary by Arnie, this will be great. Oh, you goddamn right. Oh, and I I am not, I'm just going to tell you right now. The fucking gloves are so off with this guy now. I saw a post this morning that angered me so much. I almost started the show 20 minutes ago. Almost. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. Morgan, DNA1209 says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. What's up, buddy? Andrew says, where was his consideration of Trump? Fuck, please. This media is here to protect this one. I, I, I have no hope that anything will be said in this press conference. I do hope that he stammers and stumbles and he fucks up. Oh, I truly do hope that. I, I am rooting for that with almost every fiber of my fucking being. Because the gloves are off. I saw a post this morning. It was that fucking cunt. And you guys know how much I hate that word. And I'll sell it like a British person. is a fucking skag cunt. Jamel Hill. Remember her? She worked for ESPN, the black chick, where everything is about race. And the person who put this post up is the gay guy that I once had a conversation with before the election or during the election or, or whatever when we were friends when he was an intern. And now he's off doing his own thing, and he's wildly gay, and he's wildly liberal. Wildly. Crazy liberal. I'm sorry. Dangerous liberal. Jamel Hill has put up on her uh, on one of her social media posts about how over 243 bills have been put into place in over 43 states to limit voter registration, to, 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 to stymie voters from... No, it, it's not. But oh, I understand what she's trying to say. She's trying to say, and then and then she says, and there have been ten mass shootings, and nothing's been done about it. Well, I tell you what, that cop who's lying fucking dead right now in Colorado, Jamel, he did something about it. To say nothing's being done about it, and it's more important to 
to limit the rights of black and brown people in their voting, that's more important than stopping mass shootings? Okay. Okay. I, 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 I'm done. And, and by the way, me trying to be fair to this president, I will never be fair to this president. I will never be fair to this vice president either because, oh, she's in it too. That, that, that bitch, let me just tell you right now, this press conference is going to be nothing more than a fucking blowjob fest. These people are going to say, oh, Mr. Biden, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you for taking a, Thank you for saving our country. By the way, I, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself today because there are so many stories. In this administration, I don't even want to call it this administration. 2021, reporters and the powers that be have no memories anymore. You don't remember anything. All right, so we, we have the news that the Washington Post is going to throw nothing but softballs at the president. So we have that to look forward to. Now, I don't know. I don't know. This, this is fantastic. Just a day ago, Kamala Harris laughed at reporters when they asked if she was going to the border. <laughs> Not today. Shit, child, I ain't going to that fucking place today, girl. She now calls the border problem a huge problem. Wait wait a second. You just laughed at it yesterday. And then last night you called it a huge problem, and now you've been put in charge? Because Joe doesn't want anything to do with that. That is... (laughs) Warbird, I love you, pal. You know that I love you more than... I was deleting pictures off my phone. And uh, the Warbird does not like clowns. And I had a clown in in my deleted library. And I was like, hey, I haven't talked to Warbird in a while. So I sent him that picture. And I said, just wanted to say hi. I love you, buddy. I would only do that if I loved you. And, and by the way, that picture has now been deleted. So don't worry. You will never see that picture again. But she just laughed at it yesterday. <laughs> so now Kamala's going to fix it. She's going to go down there with her man Friday. Skandor Akbar is going to be down there. She's going to walk into the detention center, which, by the way, this is awesome. This entire border thing, it's like, it is like springtime for me. It's so beautiful to watch. Because you see all these, these illegals stuck in these cages, just like before, you know, when it was inhumane. Even though it wasn't inhumane for eight years before that, but but I digress. And now this is this is my favorite thing. They're they're blaming the previous administration for for this migration of people. Let, 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 Let me let you in on something. These people that are trying to cross the border right now are not 
all Mexican. Are there Mexicans in there? I would assume yes, of course. But they aren't all Mexicans. You see, this migration starts way down in Central to South America almost. And they migrate all the way up. These aren't just Mexicans. These are people. So this is an anti-Mexico thing. And they tried to say that this happened during the last president's stay. Well, we had groups that did try that. Remember, they, they avoided the southern border because they knew not to try the southern border. They tried to come in California, and we said, nope, see ya. Country's closed. Moose outside should have told you. Borough outside should have told you in Mexico. And now, because of the current policies that are in place, the things that Joe Biden signed out of office the first day with his presidential mandates, the first things that he signed out were immigration things. And that's when this caravan started. This caravan started nine weeks ago. Yesterday. This isn't Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. Just like Ted had a thunder buddy, you can be my clown buddy. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him either, buddy, but I would never make you go to that hotel in Nevada, that clown hotel. That thing's scary to fuck as me too. So this is the last administration's mess, and it's because of their policies that it's like this. Well, I, I just have to say real quick, uh, no. No, 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 you're 100% wrong. You're lying yet again. And, of course, there are no media there to call you on it because you get to handpick your media. I wouldn't be surprised to see if this was a hand group, handpicked group of reporters today at the press conference. Uh, I did see something earlier. There, there have been a few presidents who have only had one press conference in 60 days. And then there are people like John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy in 66 days, or 64 days, sorry, had like seven. I mean, that's a guy who's ready to go. Joe Biden's just getting up from a nap. Oh, I have not seen that. That is fantastic, Scott. Did you see the ABC reporter interview in Illegal? She asked why she was trying to come across, and he said because of the new president. That is so fantastic. Boy, that's one that you're not going to see anywhere else. Bravo to that man for telling the truth. He doesn't know what's going on over here. All right, so I I, I don't know if there will be questions, if they're going to take questions about the boy. I don't know if he's going to come out or Jen, Jen Pasucki's going to come out today and go, okay. There's some rules today. No questions about immigration. Uh, we just want to talk about how bad the previous administration was. Go. Oh, nobody has any questions? All right, see ya. Bye. I can't think it's going to last more than 10 minutes.
Now, there's a very strange thing that happened at the White House this week. I don't know if anybody was paying attention to it. Uh, she's going to have to circle back to the rules for Quest. The White House fired five staffers this week for being pot smokers. Jim Pisecki, she had no idea how to answer this question because, and this is what gives me a little bit of hope for today. Uh, Kamala Harris ran on legalizing marijuana. So why are people in the White House getting fired for smoking it? I mean, look, if it's, if it's against the rule, look, first of all, let me say this. This could be the, the media trying to pick on them. And, and look, I have to do something at the top of the next break that th- this is why I do what I do. And this is why I say the things I say, because I'm honest about things. I want the truth. That's what I want. I have to defend LeBron James today. You're going to hear me actually stand up for LeBron James. And, and this isn't a tongue-in-cheek thing. This isn't going to be something where I, I stand. No, no, I, I, I seriously do. I think the way LeBron is being treated over something right now is bullshit. And we all know how much I despise LeBron James. Despise. Hate. When I see something bullshit, I'm not going to jump on just because I hate the guy. Uh, what they're doing is bullshit. And, and that's all this shit is. That's all this White House is. Now, look, if there is a, a, a rule in place at the White House that you can't test positive for drugs, no matter if Kamala set up a, a, and, and signed up, th- this is the way you answer Jen Psaki. Hey, Jen Psaki. Press secretary, if you need some help, why don't you call me? Yes, uh, this is the way I would have answered it. If I would have been asked that question at the press conference, I would not circle back to it. I would have looked and said, yes, it is Vice President Harris's uh, stance to stand for legalization of marijuana. But until it is legal across the board, and it is legal here in Washington, D.C., We, uh, the White House, we have rules, and you cannot have THC in your system. So that's why those staffers got fired. They knew about about the policy in the first place. So there you go. I heard they recently caught someone on the terror watch coming in. A.A. Ron says that. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Douglas says, damn it, I don't want you to hear. I didn't. Whoa, whoa, what's this? Is this real? The Daily Wire? Another scandal involving Hunter broke broke Thursday morning when a new report outlined allegations that the Secret Service intervened in a firearm-related incident a few years ago. Oh, no. Hunter's uh, stemmed from October 2018 incident when Hunter and uh, Haley Biden, the wife of Hunter's Hunter's dead brother, Bo, Haley Biden allegedly took his gun and threw it in a trash can behind a grocery store. 
which prompted an investigation from law enforcement who were concerned because the trash cans were close to a high school. She went to go get the gun, and it was missing. Hunter Biden can't do anything right. Jesus, that guy's such a fucking shitbag. Uh, let's see. I heard they recently caught someone. On t- okay, I believe it's because illegal on the federal level. Well, it can be that too. And, and Sassy Pammy, see, you even figured it out. This is why Jen Psaki sucks at her job. She is fucking horrible at it. There is an answer for that question. Uh, let's see, that's okay, just means that we can uh, be objective, just like how I, can st- I-, I can't stand Biden, but I refuse to take part in making fun of him for falling because I think it's really fucked up. Even had someone tell me that I was basically a Biden supporter because I wasn't giving him uh, back what they gave Trump. Well, you're just a nice person. I'll just say this right now. I find when people fall down, it's funny. And it doesn't matter if you're old, young, or whatever. And I don't like Joe Biden, so I'm, you don't have to find it funny. I, I, I don't find you uh, as to be a Biden supporter for that. Whoever said that to you is a fucking idiot. That person's fucking stupid. They're not worth your time. Sometimes we have to defend people we dislike when we see injustices. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. And I have to do it this morning with LeBron, and I don't want to. I really don't want to, but I think it's fair because this is starting to grow. This is like, look, man, I believe it was Straight Fire who asked me about this whole Asian bashing that's going on in America right now. Um, I didn't know what it stemmed from. Like, I guess it, it started with the rub and tug shooting. And a lot of Asians have come out and they said, we want to stop this. And there's like commercials now to stop the violence against Asians. I'm sitting there watching it going, man, black people should be fucking mad as shit at this. Fucking networks are going with this. And this just happened. I don't know. It's very strange. I I don't, I, I don't. Is it all over the rub and tug shooting? Is that where all this anti-Asian bashing is coming? I, I don't know. Uh, Kaylee McCarty would have answered that question 10 seconds and met the other person who asked it looked like a retard. Oh, absolutely. Yes, because she was good at her job. See, Jen Psaki is one of those people that I hate in this world more than anything is because she doesn't do her fucking job. Do your job. Is Jay Leno going to be canceled since that was most of his jokes? I can only hope. Hey, hey, hey Kevin. Uh, hey, Kevin, I'm going to talk about a black guy, so I'm going to talk to a black guy. Uh, it's more uh, respectable if you're consistent with your logic, even uh, even to have to do with LeBron. It, it does, and th- this is not fair what's going on with him. Yeah, there's a protest today in SAC, and there was one last weekend, too. Jay Leno uh, just joined the Asian Apology Tour as well, Arnie. Uh, that doesn't... Uh, I it, it I don't even know what to say. Sassy Pamper says, I'm glad he's not hurt, but I laughed my ass off. After all the Dems wanted Trump to, to die from COVID. That is true. I, now look, hey, I think people can find it funny. I think people can 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 feel some empathy and some compassion for an old guy falling upstairs. 
I'm not that way. I'll laugh at anybody falling upstairs. It doesn't have to be Joe Biden. It could be a little kid, and I'll fall down. I'll laugh at that fucking kid. I don't want him to get hurt. That'd be terrible. I do. The one question I want to have come out today. This is the one question I would ask. Because we know the dogs are back at the White House. I will ask if that dog bit a black staffer. That is my one question that I want asked. Yep, fucking racism. Get rid of that dog. Douglas says, I'd laugh if Trump fell on stairs. Fuck, I'd die laughing. Maybe his fucking hair would come out of place. But anybody who thinks that the White House, they, they have the White House in it. Oh, gotcha moment with this marijuana thing. No. I, I understand that, that you're a proponent uh, uh, of ganja. More power to you. It might be legal in your state. Sassy Pammy said it. it's still not legal federally. Hence why no potch-ups ever fucking take their money to banks. I mean, I see this story, and they have to, uh, oh, wow, Kamala Harris, she ran on legalizing it. Well, she can. But until it's changed, this is, this is just the same as what we've talked about in the past on this show when it comes to following school dress codes. Okay, you can think the dress code sucks. By the way, dress code, holy shit, holy shit, I almost forgot. It's t-shirt time? Yes. It's all kind of t-shirt time. It is t-shirt time. Oh, my God. It's t-shirt time. Oh, it's a doozy today. Oh, man. t-shirt Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. t-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up. You, you shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody you shut know up and come back on TV. Like, get that damn Florida Bam Shore off. Today's shirt is simply Rodney. Rodney Dangerfield. It's a drawing of Al Cervic from Caddyshack. Oh, I should have yelled too. <laughs> oh, now we know why tigers eat their young. <laughs> oh, I love. This is where I, I, I first found Rodney. And I loved him since that day, and I still love him today. God bless his soul. But today's T-shirt time is Rodney Dangerfield. So, yes, enjoying him. Uh, all right. Now, if you want to, it this is the one, this is the story, though, that has me going, huh? So, if Kamala Harris wants to legalize pot, great. That, that, that's her prerogative. That's her prerogative. That's what she wants to run on. You run on that. You go. I, I don't care anymore. I, I think it should be legal. I think it, it for the very least, the very absolute least medicinally, please put that in every fi- – make that a federal thing. Make it legal federally medicinally at least. You want to talk about recreation, then we can sit down and have discussions, okay? I, I'm willing to do that. Kamala Harris is supposed to be this strong woman. She's the, she's the most powerful woman in the world, if you think about it. She is going to be sitting down 
and having a discussion with young women, and she's going to teach them about empowerment. And do you happen to know who she's going to be sitting down in this discussion with? Somebody else who would, would further along women's empowerment. She is going to be sitting down with former president Bill Clinton. I can't make it up. I can't make that up. That's a real thing. <laughs> Vice President Kamala, the Indian giant, will hold a joint discussion on empowering women and girls with Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton, who has fucked more chicks than fucking Wilt Chamberlain. Bill Clinton, who got a fucking Hummer in the White House, in the Oval Office. These are fine candidates, Andrew. Meghan Markle would be a great choice. A transgender would be a great choice. A predator is not a great choice. I mean, that is just funny. Who's she going to sit down with next? Ron Jeremy? (laughs) Take a cigar and suck a cock equals women empowerment. Who missed the optics on this? The Clinton Foundation announced that the discussion would take place as part of a virtual event with college students from around the world. Other speakers will include Mayor Muriel Bowser from former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, daughter Chelsea, and Stacey Abrams. Boy, I tell you what. They put Hillary, Chelsea, and Stacey Abrams in there so Bill doesn't get a boner. Because those, those three women right there are the anti, anti-boner society of the universe. Let's say you're a 12-year-old boy and you got your first Playboy and you're looking at it and you've got a fucking raging stiffy. These three women walk in the room and you look at them and it's gone. Never to come back again. They are the killers of erections. Because you know if it was just Bill on a Zoom call with Kamala and all these college girls, well, hey, hey, how you doing, honey? That motherfucker is going to be flogging the dolphin underneath that camera so often. Yeah. Women empowerment, bring in old uh, sick, slick Willie and tell young women the only way to advance your career is to suck dick and then point right at Kamala. That's how she got here. <laughs> Dave Co says those three women, throw those three women would give me an any. Oh, they come sashaying to you. Stacey Abrams, you know, that's Precious. Precious who ran for governor. And uh, she's wearing like a string bikini. It's barely covering her gigantic. Yeah, I won't even call them baloney-sized areolas. Those things are fucking Lego size or ego size. She's got waffle-sized areolas. Hillary's got a few gray hairs on her tits. 
Chelsea takes her pants off. Everybody knows that she's in the room. Well, that's just gross. And by the way, I I, I saw a story yesterday. And I I thought about it there when I said, uh, I'm going to be sick, Fred said. Um, When I was just describing Stacey Abrams as precious, who ran for government. Now, that's a funny line. That, 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 look, I'm not saying it's a funny line because I said it, because it is a funny line. She's a big, fat black woman, and she ran for, for governor of Georgia. It's funny. So yesterday in Buffalo, New York, there are some DJs on a radio station, and uh, they were comparing black women to toast. They said, Serena is just too dark a toast for me. Halle Berry is perfect. It's a white, a white DJ. By the way, fired immediately. Fired immediately. And I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this story about these DJs who did it that way, and I was like, what'd they do wrong? I mean, I, I, I understand what they did wrong. That, that, that right there, 15, 20 years ago on the air, that shit's tame. What has happened? What's happened to the joke-taking ability of people? I love you guys. Ask family, I I will do this show until the day I die because you guys understand what comedy is, and you guys understand what jokes are. I'm not being a racist calling uh, Stacey Abrams precious. She looks like the character Precious. She's a big, fat black woman. Precious was big and fat and black. How is that racist? It, 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 like Rebel Wilson's character, whatever she's in, or, 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 or uh, well, Melissa McCarthy, big fat woman. If I call you something that she played in the movie because you're a big fat white woman, that's okay, but I can't say that about Precious. And these DJs doing that with Toast? Oh. Hey, Ron says, I damn near vomited when you said Hillary has gray hairs on her tits. I'll tell you this right now, Hillary, she's got a gray patch. She's got the Ho Chi Man trail coming up from down below. <laughs> it's gray and matted. <laughs> Rebel Wilson's no longer fat. Yeah, she's still a bitch, though. I still don't like her. Uh, all right. So is, is that all we need? Is that Bill Clinton is doing this? By the way, by the way, a woman who wrote a book named Juanita Brodick, she, uh, she tweeted this out yesterday. She says, I wonder if at Howard University they would like to include me in their Empowering Women event with Bill Clinton. She wrote a book called How I Survived Being Raped by Bill Clinton. <laughs> and he is empowering young College-age girls, I see nothing wrong happening here at all. What-so-fucking-ever. I don't know why, but I figured Chelsea's the kind of girl to have a jungle bush. Well, you got to look at her hair. She always looks like she has dreadlocks because she has so much hair up there. Oh, holy shit, I remember. I know what I wanted to start this show off with. 
Have y'all seen this movie? And I, I just saw it in past. I saw somebody write something about it. I watched this thing yesterday on TV. Holy shit. I don't ever watch Lifetime. I saw one of the most fucked up movies of my entire life yesterday on Lifetime. Starred Judd Nelson and nobody else. Well, there are a bunch of people in it, but they weren't stars. The movie's called Girl in the Basement. Let me just tell you right now, that shit is fucked up. And then you find out it's based on a true story. Let, let, let me just, I, I'm not going to give the end in a way. Let, let me give you the, the thing. So it, it, it's a girl and her daddy. And she's 17, and she's starting to act out on her own. Well, daddy don't like that. And he's got another daughter, and she's a good one. Well, downstairs where, where daddy spends most of his time in the man cave, uh, there was a bomb shelter built that nobody knew about except dad. And you got to push a bookshelf out of the way, and you go through this little corridor, and then there's a soundproof room. Concrete can survive anything, right? But you can't hear anything coming out of that room. The man puts his daughter in the room because she will not adhere to his rules. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, a father put his daughter in a fucking basement room, and then it, and he told, like, the wife she ran away or some bullshit, right? And then he impregnates her. So the real life story is the girl lived in the room for like 18 years. Years. Now in the Lifetime movie, Daddy and her have three kids. Well, they had four, but one died because he kicked her in the stomach. The real life story is that she was the oldest of six kids that he fathered. Girl in the basement. Holy fucking hell. That shit was fucked up. I highly recommend that shit. That shit was awesome. Cool Cat Carol says, great for Lifetime movies. So many sick fucks out there. I can't, oh, the real story happened in Austria. Judd Nelson did a great job with this movie. Like, Judd Nelson creeped me the fuck out. Damn, that was a good movie. Now, with this border crisis that's going on right now, We have a lot of people who want to talk about this, who want to get their two cents in there, and I and I get it. I, I, I totally get it. Wait, wait, hold on a second. I need to see something here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll save that story. Okay, I know where I'm getting now. All right, never mind. Uh... California foster parents 
Travis and Sharla call. Now, I, I, I don't. I don't know anything about the foster care system. What I know about the foster care system, I've seen on television. By the way, Christopher, one week from tonight, law and order, baby. SVU, organized crime. Benson Stabler, back in the house. One week from tonight. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Everything I know about foster families I've seen on TV, do I think that there are good foster families out there? I think there are good people that do foster families. Are there bad people that just take it for the checks? Yes, absolutely. So there's a story about these two people. They're uh, from the Community Care Licensing Division. And they called and left a message. And they asked a question saying, how many beds do you have for unaccompanied migrant youths? They thought that was kind of weird because the most that they can have is six. And right now, the couple is already fostering two four-month-old twins and a six-year-old and six-year-old biological twin. So they got four kids as it is. Well, they were asked to take in 26 more Migrant children. I'm sorry, I apologize. They were asked to take in 26 or more. How do you make that call to a foster? How big is their house? They have a house where you can take 26 kids? Isn't that what's called a compound? Wouldn't people like that be, like, I don't know, frowned upon to be foster parents? 26? Hey, I was wondering if you had room for 26. Huh? Straight fire. That's a lot of cages. Or 13. How do you ask a family in America? Okay. Okay. I mean, you're going to get some fucking bank. I don't know how much they get for the kids. You get 26 at once, though? No, no thanks. No thanks. Never want to do that. Twenty-six. The fuck do you think you are? What the fuck is wrong with you? Shit. I know I'm bouncing all over the place today, so I hope you guys don't mind. Now, we've all been wondering, what have celebrities been saying about the shooting that happened in Colorado this week? I don't know about you. Let me just ask y'all a question real quick. Let me just ask family. Let's gather close. Now, I have no problems with Colorado, except I think their airport sucks. Um, Have we noticed that there's a certain state that has a lot of these shootings? Now, I don't want to, you know, point a finger, uh, so I'm leaning my head 
nodding towards Colorado. I mean, Columbine, the movie theater, and now this? Is there something to maybe look into in Colorado? And I know they happen in other places, too. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I'm not trying to make light of this situation. I mean, I think people should look into this. Most people don't care what celebrities think. Uh, They're on the same level as everyone else with just nicer houses. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But, of course, the news media has to run to celebrities and grab their tweets offline and see what they have to say. Like Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow's only in the news because of HBO and her documentary that told us nothing except that Woody, Woody, what's his name, Allen, diddled kids, allegedly. The airport is evil with satanic art. (laughs) Airport is evil because it's fucking hard as shit to get around. (laughs) V. Coop says, I want to be a fake celebrity reporter. Mr. Pitt, what do you think about the Colorado shooting? And do you realize no one gives a fuck about your opinion? Well, let's go through a few. So Mia Farrow, Boulder shooter carried an AR-15. No civilian needs to own such a weapon. Didn't he also have a handgun? I know that there was reports uh, of an AR. I I still don't know. Does anybody know what what he used to shoot? I know you guys will. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, she just did hashtag ban assault weapons. Ban assault weapons. Okay, so I can, uh, an assault weapon. Let's have some fun here, shall we? Let's do a little learning time. A little learning time with Arnie. I don't have any learning time music. Uh, Definition. Of assault. Okay. Definition of assault. A physical attack. A concerted attempt to do something demanding. Okay. So we'll, we'll stick with the first definition. Of assault. Okay. Weapon. Definition of a weapon. A thing designed or used for inflicting bodily harm or physical damage. Now, it can either be designed for it or used for it. So, a, a in all fair, an assault weapon could be a hockey stick. Could it not? Uh, let's see, uh, I have a layover in Denver in my, in May. Thanks for the warning. (laughs) No problem. Uh, don't forget about the underground bunker in that airport. Most people die uh, by 22s. A good learning time music would be Mr. Rogers. Oh, do I, I think I had, you know what? That's a good call. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Let's see if I can find, if I, do I have Mr. Rogers? That's a, that's a great call. Oh, my goodness, looky there. Learning music. Dave Coe, listener of the day. Hello, children. Today's words we're going to define are assault. That's causing harm to someone. And weapon. That's a thing designed or used for inflicting bodily harm or physical damage. That means you're hurting somebody. 
Now, an assault weapon, boys and girls, would be anything you wanted to use to harm someone that isn't your hands. What was that, little Jimmy? It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A, beautiful a car? Yes, little Jimmy, a car can be an assault weapon. Could you be mine? Jenny? It's a neighborly day in this neighborhood. Ah, Jenny, that's a, that's a cute question. Maybe a cupcake could be used if it really hurts somebody. I've always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. Well, what's that, Sam Samantha in the back? Yes, exactly. Pretty much anything can be an assault weapon. That was my zipper I was pulling down there, kids. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Hello, neighbor. There you go. All right, Dave Co. good job. Uh, no, really, there's demonic horse statue, and the artist died making the other satanic art. Look up Denver's airport. Also, conspiracy theories about underground tunnels where uh, elite can escape. Okay. Yes, and it could also be a deadly weapon. Hey, Jamie Lee Curtis, if I throw a Vitra container at me, is that an assault yogurt? It is. It's an assault weapon. Does Post Malone's music count as an assault weapon? It forces itself upon me all the time. Yes. Yes, that could kill you. If you have to listen to Post Malone, it could kill you. By the way, it showed him. I guess that he is somewhere from the state. I don't know where he hatched. But he was a part of that whole Matthew McConaughey thing. He decided that he was going to sing him some country music. He did a Sur Sturgill Simpson song. So, Post Malone, uh, I am ch officially challenging you to a fight now. There it is. <laughs> Mr. Arnie, is a red dodgeball thrown at your face an assault weapon? Uh, V-Coop, yes. Yes, if you want it to be, it can be. An assault weapon can be a flail. A broadsword, a short sword, a car, a fork, salt Stacey Abrams' mouth repeatedly, a PVC pipe, and more. Yes. You see, ban assault weapons. Time to, you know what, kids? Kids, I hope you don't mind. We're going to take a little trip. We're going to take, we're going to take a little venture back in time. That's far enough. Remember when the Simpsons were relevant and they were funny? And every Halloween they had the Treehouse of Horror. And I think this was the first or second one that it happened. But they banned all guns on Earth. See, the Simpsons was ahead of themselves. And then the aliens came down and took over because we didn't have any guns. They were no longer afraid of us. Until Mo got mad one day and he found a board with nails in it. And that drove the evil aliens away because now we had a weapon. It doesn't matter if it's a, 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 a wiffle ball bat or an AK-47. or forty-seven. They can both assault you. So when you say ban assault weapon... If you want to say ban assault rifles, then we're going to have to go down. See, this is the problem. <laughs> Can an assault weapon be Hillary Clinton's hairy nipple? Yes, it is. 
I swear, all these people that are okay with all this shit that's been happening obviously never watched Equilibrium or V for Vendetta. Yeah. Look, okay. So ban assault rifles. Okay. Then we have to go through that and redefine what rifle is. What is a rifle? Oh, well, well hold on a second. Let, 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 let's get that out there. Where's Mr. Rogers? I need stat. Mr. Rogers, stat. Hello, boys and girls. A rifle, boys and girls, one that can be fired from a shoulder level, having a long, spirally grooved barrel intended to make a bullet spin and thereby have a greater accuracy over a long distance. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Now, would you be mine? Now, 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 now. There's also another definition: hit, throw, or kick a ball or puck hard and straight. So, if I've got a rifle, if I've got a good arm, and I've got a rifle, and I hit somebody with it, that's an assault rifle, isn't it? Are you going to ban my right arm? I mean, which guns do we allow? Firearms. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and you have a right to defend your house with firearms. Firearms. That's pretty funny. Thank you, Addict to Brian. She sent that to me. Ban Arnie's arm. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, So, when guns weren't invented, there was no violence, right? Absolutely. You are uh, 100%. Oh, hold on a second. You get the first one of the day. Correct the mundo. Yes. There was no violence on the... Oh, wait. Shit. God damn it. Davy and Goliath. Oh, you son of a bitch. And you projectiles. And you swords. And bows and arrows. And spears. And rocks. Ban assault weapons. Ban everything. MSN Dems are doing what they can to enrage people's emotions. It's just manipulation to push their overreaching uh, agendas. We'll see. Uh, Mr. Arnie, when I buy a ticket that goes into a box and is later drawn to win a prize, is that a rifle? No, no, that's a raffle. You could win a rifle at a raffle, but what you're doing there is a raffle. But that's a good question. Uh, so on stake, what they're calling assault weapons, they know there's a difference between assault rifles and assault weapons, but they are using the term weapons so that they can open and can ban anything they want. Oh. Correct the mundo. Oh, absolutely. You get the extra bells for that one. Because this is what I talk about. And I've talked about this. I was the one who came up with the term slippery slope on another show because we were talking about this topic. Once you start to allow a ban, it's like a crack in your, in, in your windshield. You see it starting, and you know it's not good, but you're going to try to drive and drive and drive. And the crack gets bigger and bigger and bigger. 
And that means they're going to start taking more of your liberties. They've already started with magazine rounds and, and clip rounds. I, I don't know what it's called. Please don't fucking eat my head off it. Magazine rounds. It's, it's already happening. We've allowed it to happen. We allowed it to happen when we allowed them to outlaw all automatic weapons back in the early 1900s. That's when it started. Now, look, we can all put our heads together and come up with some ideas. Now, there will be some people who will say, I want everything legalized. Everything. Tanks, fucking helicopters, uh, Apaches, all that shit. Okay? You're going to have people say nothing. I don't want sticks allowed. So those people cancel themselves out. Then you can come down and you can actually sit down and you can actually have a conversation. See, this is what we used to do in this country. We used to sit down, and we would have conversations with one another, and we would say, well, that makes sense to me. Does that make sense to you? It does. It does. And then they can agree upon it. And I think that's what happened in the early 1900s, is they sat down and they said, look, who really needs these military-style weapons to defend their homes? How about we let them have all the guns they want, there's no automatic weapon. And both sides sat down and they said, okay, even though one side saw that initial chip. And that, that's exactly what it was. And it's just been whittled at over the years. Uh, they chipped away at Amendment 1 with loosely defining hate speech. Well, they, they have. And then, but thank God for the Supreme Court, back when they used to do their jobs, they came out and they said hate speech is still protected under the Constitution and under the First Amendment. They tried. They tried with hate speech. And there are a lot of people that said, whoa, wait a second. Now, there are things that they've done to the First Amendment where if you spray a, a swastika, on a synagogue, that is considered a hate crime. Now, if you go over there and tag it with your name, isn't that the same thing? But it's not a hate crime. This, this whole idea of hate crimes, most crimes involve some sort of dislike. Oh, let me write this down. I, I want because I want to read some of these fucking tweets because there's one in here. I, th- this next one I'm going to read. I'm going to fucking bust it. Hate crimes. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, who used to be super hot, she's an actress, does all kind of things. She says, hashtag Gun control will save lives. I I I, I need to play that a little bit louder. Uh. Gun control will save lives. Okay. 
let's 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 Elizabeth, honey, I hope you're listening, or at least I hope somebody plays this for you, because I will try to do this as nicely as I can. When Hurricane Katrina happened, they declared martial law in one of the parishes near New Orleans. And when martial law is declared, you have to turn in all your guns. So that would be gun control. They've confiscated the guns. Now, they did that, and wouldn't you know, that in that same parish in Louisiana, the next month saw a 300% spike in crime, including two murders. So gun control right there killed people. So, uh, Elizabeth Banks, I appreciate what you said there, but shut the fuck up! Or I'm sorry, I, let, let, let me go to my, my, my dear friend, where, where's The Rock? Where, where, where do I have The Rock in here? I, I know it's somewhere. Oh, shit. What did I do with it? So shut up, bitch. There it is right there. So shut up, bitch. And Elizabeth. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. Uh, let's see, anyone that voted for Trump is domestic terrorist, so I'm not surprised by any of this. Oh, of course not. Uh, anyone who's conservative is an extremist. You think I'm not? Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see what other people or uh, other celebrities had to say. I don't know who that per- You can't have somebody that's a celebrity that Michael Kelly. I have so many friends in the military, and the vast majority of things think that AR and guns of the sort have no place in society. You know, because they are, well, weapons of war, common sense. Michael Kelly, you're stupid. I, I, I want to kick you right in the fucking face. The idea that, cele- and, and by the way, by the way, hey, celebrities, if you want to ban guns, that means your security can't have guns either. Yeah. She got her way on the West Coast. Ninth Circuit ruled that we have no, uh, no right to carry a gun. I'll be going away. Thank God for people like Senator Tim Scott. Tim Scott came out and said, hey, he said, as a black man, he said, quote, I am a proud to both be black and a Republican. And he says that woke supremacy is as bad, if not worse, than white supremacy. Is he right? Woke supremacy is bad or not, if not worse, than white supremacy? Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way... They're both horrible. Why does there need to be one that's worse than the other? Because they're both shitty. We don't need either one. So why would you ask which one is worse? Yeah. Oh. 
Zach just texted in. He slept in a little bit today. Good for you. Remember when Katy Perry was all about open borders, yet her house is locked down like Fort Knox? All these celebrities. Hey, instead of, how about this? How about this? I was watching a little video on Nicolas Cage last night, and, and he's just one of a few. How about Tom Cruise? I, I don't know how he leans politically. Oprah. We know Oprah's got a bunch of houses, right? Oprah's got a house in, in California near Ellen. She's probably got a couple there. You know she's got a residence in Chicago, probably the Hamptons. She probably got someplace in Hawaii. So how about this? How about instead of sending thousands of these refugees or those 26 kids, those 26 kids, how about we, we send a couple handlers with those, with those 26 kids and send them to live all at the house that Oprah's not living in this week? How about that? Oprah doesn't have to be there. She just has a house. And she gets a tax break for doing it. Or out of the goodness of her heart, she should just open it up, shouldn't she? I really don't see that happening. I don't see Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel going down and grabbing a couple of the immigrant kids and marching them up to his house there in Encino. Why not? By the way, in no ways do I think that people should have to do that either. But if they're, uh, hey, put some skin in the game, motherfuckers. Arnie, have you ever uh, looked into getting Alan West on the show? He's black conservative, lives in Garland. No. Uh, I will look into it, though. Alan West. Let me look him up real quick. Let's see. Oh, I know this guy. This guy's awesome. Alan West lives in Garland. He don't live in Garland. I don't know. Maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, all right. Yeah, so this whole idea. Look. If there's any word in front of the word supremacy, then you know that's bad. Be this, this new idea that the woke has taken over, and they have. They truly have taken over. I mean, like I was telling you earlier about that radio show uh, in Buffalo where they said, Serena Williams, that, that, that's too dark a toast for me. Is, is that bad? I, I, I'm just wondering, is that racist to say that? I mean, there can be girls that are too white, aren't they? Or too pale, too chalky looking. What are we supposed to say now? Uh, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. If you ask any questions, uh, so what do you find more attractive? Uh, I plead the fifth. Welcome to my first marriage. Jesus Christ. 
And the dude, I mean, like, I guess the guy was really popular in Buffalo, too. He was the announcer for the Buffalo Sabres, and he also did, like, other stuff. By the way, nobody else on the show got fired. You want to talk about a hatchet job? Hey, hey, buddy, you and I should talk. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God damn it. Jesus Christ. Andrew Cuomo's at it again. Oh, the, 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 uh, not only did Andrew, how is Andrew Cuomo still in office? I, I mean, honest to God. How is this guy still in office? First of all, he killed thousands of elderly people during the coronavirus. How'd he do that? He put them all back in the nursing homes. He did it. It was his orders. He sent them to their death camps. He was just missing a square mustache. Then, after all that got out, We've come to find out that he's quite the uh, Lothario, if you will. He's hitting on chicks. He's grabbing ass. He's trying to fucking rub his boner on chicks. And the other day, even when he was asked about it, he goes, darling, I'm not going anywhere. You can't talk that way to a female reporter, dummy. Well, guess what? Strike three just happened again. I don't know how many strikes this guy gets. Andrew Cuomo directed New York health officials to prioritize COVID-19 tests when they first started. You know when they were hard to get? Yeah, he said the first people that are going to get tested are my family. My brother, my mother, and my sisters. Which you can't do as governor. You can't put your family in front of everybody. Let's say, Brian, I used to consider myself right of center. Then now the woke left is so repulsive that the Republicans aren't looking as bad. I'm actually be voting for them in 2024 as the libertarians have no chance at the GOP. It's the only option to bring the country back to center. True. Jesus walked on water, but he sees Cuomo and wonders how he does it. Amen. Zach says he's still in office because his name is, uh, and his family runs New York. I, I think they did, but he's besmirched it so bad. And his brother's done, Fredo has done an equally bad job on CNN. Andrew is no Michael Corleone by any stretch of the imagination. Andrew Cuomo is like the Abe Vigoda character in Godfather. And I know I'm probably talking over so many people's heads right now. This is why I miss Ogre. Ogre's having a lot of issues with his back. Uh, he, He sent me a text last week. Uh, I'm going to check up on him today. Uh, just everybody send your good thoughts and your good vibes to Ogre. Hopefully he gets his uh, back all st- situated. 
But, yeah, Fredo, good old Fredo, Chris Cuomo at CNN, what a dog turd he is. I've never seen a turd speak until I saw Chris Cuomo. Do you know, I'll tell you who Andrew Cuomo is. Andrew Cuomo would have been Tony Soprano's son had he taken over the gang. We all know that AJ was such a fuck up. He was such a loser, a punk ass kid, but we know that he would have gotten the gang because he's Tony's kid. And then he would have fucked the gang up. And that's exactly what Andrew Cuomo did. That could be my greatest comparison of all time. And the more you think about it, you'll go, holy shit. Yeah, okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Straight Fire says, be well, Ogre. Been wondering where you've been. Yeah, he's uh, he's having a tough go of things, so we got root for the man. I mean, it's bad enough he's got to live in New Mexico. By the way, a new double mutant COVID-19 variant has now been discovered in India. Uh, okay. I mean, how many strains of this thing are there? I mean, for the love of fucking God. And oh oh in India? No shit. The double mutant. There's no limit to what this guy will do. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that he killed 101 puppies to make a fur coat. No shit, right? Fucking Cuomo is awful. Stagar, woohoo, go India. It couldn't be because India is like one of the dirtiest places on earth, could it? I mean, I'm just seeing a billion people in these pictures walking around. I I can't think the masks do a lot of good there. They should have probably been wearing masks a long time ago. B. Coop says, I think Fauci's in the basement jacking off into COVID holes, <laughs> trying to create more strains. Uh, shit, wear four masks and a gallon Ziploc bag over your head. Oh, shit. And by the way, India ain't even the worst. Same continent, just a little bit further over. That's right, we're talking about, uh, you want to talk about dirty and nasty and gross? I'll just tell you right now, go to China. No, no, this is Japan. Totally different. Jeez, no, not the call. Stop it. Good Lord Almighty. Yeah, you want to talk about dirty. You just go down to, I mean, the stories about people gathering, you know, living in a hut village. No, I don't know. Get it out. Yeah, there you go. Nice job. Stop this. That's anti-Asian, Arnie. 
Uh, <laughs> that right there would have gotten me canceled off of every radio station in America today. <laughs> Playing one of those three things with this new crazy sentiment that's out there right now. No, I'm, I'll never forget doing the story about the lady who went around her hut village there somewhere in China and was picking meat off. She was going around the trash. She'd find chicken bones, and she'd pick the bones clean with her dirty-ass fingers digging through trash. Then they'd go, and they I guess they wash it out. they shake it out, and they heat it up, and they sell it in their even poorer village. That's gross, man. Well, there is a, a little farmer protest going on for the last 110 days with over 500 million people all together at the Capitol. Oh, Jesus. That is, wait. Now, Stackhouse, I, I don't know what, like, did they want, are we not buying their goods? I, I, I wonder what's going on with that. Like, uh, these, these farmers in India that are on strike and have been on strike forever. I've been seeing stories, but I just don't know what it's about. And if I ate more vegetables, then it might affect me, but I doubt it. So if you can, like, just give me the, the, the broad strokes of it, that'd be, or anybody can give me the broad strokes of it, that'd be fantastic. Uh, let's see. All right. Oh, oh, man. Oh, good old Teddy Cruz. Teddy Cruz got a little swagger today. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz got some ball sack, people. I got to tell you. I'm about 85% impressed. And then and I'm 85% impressed. And then he whips his cock out, and I'm like 100% now. Listen to how he handled this uh, uh, press conference, or the, these members of the press. This is delicious. Uh, yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask. And all of us have been immunized, so... Uh, you're welcome to step away if you like. There it comes. The whole whole point of a vaccine, CDC guidance is what we're following. Boom! Cock in your face! In your motherfucking face! Woo! Ted Cruz is addressing the media and he's not wearing a mask? Oh, man. This kind of gave me the old tingles this morning when I first saw it. I'm not going to wear. All of us have been immunized. I'm not on the TV camera. I'm not going to wear a mask, and all of us have been immunized. So, uh, you're welcome to step away if you like. The whole the whole point of a vaccine, yeah. CDC guidance, is Dummy. what we're following. Yeah, fuck you. I'm Ted Cruz, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask, and all of us have been. God damn it. God damn it. I would vote for that man for president right now. <laughs> Ted Cruz, you fucking swaggering dog, you. Oh, I tell you what. Ted Cruz dropped that shit like it was hot. Uh, let's see. Uh, the government is trying to take away small farmers' land to give to big companies. Okay. Trying to set su- uh, prices super low so farmers are forced to sell land. And, well, well, one, uh, one of the main companies is part owned by the uh, Facebook owner. 
That's why it's blocking info being released. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Stackard. Why do they want to take these people's land away? That's some bullshit. That's funny. I was just walking around a farmer's market. It's because of their government over there. Okay. Damn it, Arnie. Don't make me root for Ted Cruz. I know. I'm Ted Cruz, bitch. (laughs) No, I'm I'm not going to put a mask on when I'm addressing the television. Well, well, you can leave. You can go. Let's see how, this is how Representative Arnie would have handled it. Let's see. Play? Come on. Oh, come on now, motherfucker. Uh, Yeah, I do mind putting a mask on because, you see, I'm addressing the media right now, and I don't need to, and you're six feet away from me, so uh, please shut the fuck up. Continue. That won't continue. Either that, or I just walk down to that dude, and I just slap him right in the fucking mouth. What it? I'm Ted Cruz. Now, Ted, don't do anything to fucking buy all this back. Don't do anything weird and creepy now. Don't fucking go out and do the Macarena somewhere. Or, or, or don't get caught, you know, with a fucking babysitter. Jesus Christ, don't get caught with a babysitter. I don't know if Ted Cruz realizes how fucking cool he is right now. I I think that's the best part is that he doesn't realize that he's in the cool guy society now because he just fucking, he just bitch slapped a reporter. Oh, man. I got to tell you, that must feel good, too. I get, I, let, let me do, oh, I had to, I had to redo this one, uh, but yeah, it's fixed and it sounds way better now. Same one, though. I guarantee. See, now you can hear it way better in both ears. So, I guarantee. Everybody in Congress is calling Ted Cruz today and saying that a boy. They're all saying that right now. Hey, man, that was badass what you did, Ted. He's sitting in his office, cowboy boots on, kicked up on the fucking desk. Come serve at the nuts of Ted Cruz. I know, Christopher, it fucking hurts so much to root for Ted Cruz. God damn it. All right, our final story here is, uh, by the way, I'm going to, if, I guess they're, they're going to open up the shots in the state of Texas here. End of this month for people like 18 and over. So, you know, hey, I'm going to get the shot. I, I, I don't think the shot's going to work, but, hey, I'll get it done so I can travel. And I can have an ID card because Krispy Kreme announced that people who have been uh, vaccinated against the horrible and deadly get a free donut at U.S. shops. As long as they show valid inoculation record card as a part of the promo. Just telling you right now, every fucking Krispy Kreme in America, get ready to meet Arnie States. Yes, I'm here for my free donut motherfucker. Bam! Vaccination card, pow! And that's what I'll do, too. 
Maybe that'll be an awesome, like, TikTok video around America. I go to every Krispy Kreme with my vaccination. And when they ask for it, I go, pow! Or bam! No, 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 as 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 an ode to my ass family, and we'll take the show on the road. But as a nod to the ass family, there is only one thing that I can I can properly yell. This will be the theme. Say your vaccination card. Bossy banana. Yahtzee. Oh, I might do it. I might do it. Uh, reason I got my shot early is because I have diabetes and I get free donut winning. <laughs> Donuts winning. There you go. That a boy. Arnie, this is the worst Indian rap I hear. Sounds like ICP of India. Thank you. Come again. Hey, come, you stack hard. We've been we've been playing bouncy banana for for years, for years. You got to translate that sometime for us. I don't know the artist name. I I just know bouncy banana. I I think I lost I lost the YouTube channel. Uh, all right. So there you go. Um, this will run through the end of 2021. Krispy Kreme says, well, I might have a lot of donuts this year, motherfuckers. Uh, All right, take a break here. Remember, not this break that we come back from, but the next one. The 10 things you loved as a kid, but you hate now. You know, maybe, maybe your parents. Maybe you loved them as a kid, but you hate them now. Who knows? I don't know. All coming up here soon. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. All right, the first song. first song is that damn uh, song that Post Malone tried to fuck up on that We Are Texas thing. Shouldn't be done by him. It should only be done by the man himself, Sturgill Simpson. There it is. All right. <laughs> I'll have to rob a bank I guess it could be worse It ain't that bad At least I ain't sitting in no Baghdad In the middle of a hot damn desert 
Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine Switchblade knife For forty-three dollars My friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut In that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can Also known as ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, no, that's no, no. not my Freddy, Freddy. Call 775-357-FANS. I said not this one, but the next time I play music, we'll come back and do the 10 things or as many as you come up with. So you still got time. 10 things you loved as a kid, but hate now. So hold on to your Little Hugs Fruit Barrel Drinks. Don't even know what that is. Wheaties, Green Olives, and Yoo-Hoo. So there you go. Hangtown Jen, good morning to you. By the way, just wanted to send this out. Uh, uh, wishing good vibes to a lot of people today. Uh, not going to say anything. Just going to say, uh, you know who you are. I'm sending good vibes to you. Uh, airport story. Just remember that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brady Kid says, look, motherfucker, I'm working. All right, fantastic. Well, you, you still have time. So uh, I got emailed this yesterday by the aforementioned Brady Kid, And she says, I don't know who the fuck this is. And I don't know who the fuck this band is. Ginger, J-I-N-J-E-R. But it is an email from Live Nation saying that shows are on. Again, that's right. Concerts are going to be coming back. So it doesn't matter. I mean, I, 
this bad, I don't know who the fuck they are. I'm not going to see them. But it looks like nationally-wise, because uh, who was it here? Cowboys Girl, this is one of my baby's favorite songs. Uh, Hank Jr. Hank's going to be in Fort Worth next week. I believe he's going to be in next week for uh, Billy Bob's 40th uh, anniversary. Uh, they wanted way too much for tickets for that bullshit. Uh, and Dwight Yoakam was supposed to be there last month, but he switched it to this uh, after Hank. So I'm going to see Dwight Yoakam. Bum that they charged so much for Hank. I, I would have loved to have seen Hank, but I ain't going to go for those fucking prices. And then, uh, what's her name? Miranda Lambert did the same thing with her prices. So concerts have been going on here for a while. Smaller shows, smaller venues like Billy Bob's, couple hundred, maybe a thousand, maybe two thousand. Now we're going to start seeing the big shows again. And I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, they're a metal group from Europe. Okay. Uh huh. I found Travis at one morning show in SAC. Used to love as a kid. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see Chris Stapleton uh, this June at Toyota Amphitheater. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'm going to Nashville this year to see, uh, whatchamacallit, Alabama. That's right. Going to see them. Going to the Country Music Hall of Fame, too. They should probably enshrine me. I, I think I should be enshrined as soon as I walk in. If they had, like, a sword and a stone challenge there at the Country Music Hall of Fame, and if you can pull it out on their first try, you're worthy of being in there. That thing would rattle and shake as soon as I walked in. It would be like, fuck, he's home. Like, first thing we're doing is moving this to Texas. See ya. The rightful home of country music. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's considered a good price and what's considered too high? Uh, okay, so Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam was, what, like 65 bucks a ticket at Billy Bob's? And Billy Bob's, you can go general admission, and then they have a seated area that you can actually watch the show. General admission is standing room, and that was like twenty or thirty bucks whenever they have a big group play. Uh, Hank Jr. for those same seats, two hundred and fifty dollars. Not worth it. I, I like Hank Jr. a lot. I've seen him before, and he disappointed me, and I'd hate to see that again, especially paying that much money. I do love both Cephas, though. One of my all-time favorites, I have to admit. Don't like a lot of his new music, but that's why I have all the CDs and all the old songs. Uh, so, there you go. Now, something I did not want to do, but because we do things on this show because of logic, consistency, and logic. There is no athlete on the face of the earth right now who I despise more than probably LeBron James. I think he's overrated. I, th I think he's way overrated. Uh, I think he's a talented basketball player. He's mouthy. He weighs on things that are outside of his pay grade. And I'm not telling him to shut up and dribble. I'm just telling him to shut up. Um... He's a guy who's come out on the record and said, I don't want white friends. Too high, $182 for Willie Nelson. 
for for shit seats. Anything over 175 in the seats are shit is too high, I think. Okay. Wow, Willie Nelson gets 182. Holy shit. I brought him on stage and sat front row. Didn't pay anything. Um, his airline is worse than mine. No shit. Uh, all right. Now, with all that being said about LeBron James, marketability-wise, uh, look, the Lakers pay him $37 million a year. He plays in the NBA. For winning last year's finals, he got a bonus of $370,000. Okay. Now, they're trying to compare him and Sue Bird. They consider, I guess, the best women's basketball player. Sue Bird has four NBA or WNBA championships, just as many as LeBron, even though he still lost six. <laughs> Is he going to play till he evens up his record? Because he's four and six right now in big games. That's not good. You can't call that the greatest of all time at four and six. Sorry, you can't. Anyway, back to Sue Bird. Four NBA, WNBA championships. 2020 salary, $215,000. Bonus for winning the finals last year. Remember, LeBron got $370,000. Sue Bird got $11,356. And people are saying, this is terrible. Sexism. And people are jumping on, and and they're hammering LeBron. The first guy says, as he preaches equality, what a hypocrite. Let me me just, just slow your fucking roll. The WNBA only exists because the NBA pays for it. Damien just texted me. Her salary comes from the money that the NBA pulls in. Exactamundo. Yes. Damien. Correctamundo. Have you ever, and, and look, I have to answer this question. I have to, I have to, to, to be honest. Have you ever been to a WNBA game? I have. I don't know. They were whining and dining us, trying to get us to broadcast the Monarchs games. We got to sit in the owner's booth. We got to sit on on Monarchs row, Queens row. And it was horrible. I would have rather been waterboarded than to sit and watch a game played underneath the rim. Whoa, good passing. It sucked. And by the way, there weren't but maybe a thousand people there. 
Now, two nights later, I went back. And I got to sit in the owner's booth again. I did not get to can't go to King's Row this time because it was an actual King's game. And let me just tell you, quite the difference in attendance. It was sold out compared to like a thousand people. I went a couple times with my kids in a booth when they first came out, like high school ball. Yeah, except even worse. At least there's usually that one kid in high school that can dunk. You ain't got shit in the WNBA. But anyway, getting back to this whole thing. They want to fucking pile on LeBron James. No, you can't. You can't. This is, this is, this is apples and fucking uh, tennis shoes. This is how different this world is. I understand why people are shitting on LeBron because people like to shit on LeBron. Nobody likes to shit on LeBron more than me. But even I have to say this is bullshit. So you're just going to start paying WNBA players tens of millions of dollars? And what's the return on that investment? You see, the return on the investment for LeBron James for the Lakers is this. The return is you get more games on television, which means you get a bigger cut of the revenue from television, which is in the billions. Now, the WNBA is kind of in there. They're kind of along for the ride. It's not like they're having... Bidding wars for the WNBA rights like they do the NFL. I mean, I'm sure that Lifetime and, and, and O and Vag One are, are trying their hardest to land the WNBA, but they aren't willing to pay the $15 a year premium. This is so stupid. Oh, by the way, here, here's the other one. How many Sue Bird shirts do you see walking around the streets of Los Angeles? That's where she plays, right? I, 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 don't, I, I don't really care. They just look like they both have yellow uniforms. How many LeBron shirts do you see? Once again, a return to the investment. You people that jump on board with stories like this are honestly, you're you're too stupid to actually have a conversation with. If this is the first time you're ever listening to me and you're, you're opposed to what I think about this, I don't care. This is one of those I don't care about because you're too dumb to realize these are not things you can compare. Well, the only non-comparison is there's, there's sex and No, no, that, that, no. 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 I hate to tell you this. Sue Bird, who's probably the best player in the WNBA, is that what I'm assuming? Um, 
I don't think that she could beat Nate Robinson. He's a retired NBA player, and he was kind of a superstar. So I, I, I can all, I, I will say this right now. I guarantee she ain't gonna beat him. No. Is she gonna beat LeBron? Fuck no. LeBron ain't gonna let her score. You give me the whitest player in the in the NBA right now, who's probably playing for either Denver or maybe New Jersey. I, I don't know. Give me the whitest guy out there, the worst player in the league. One on one against Sue Bird. That guy wins. That guy wins. Cause isn't that funny to think about? When you see an NBA roster, and you see that one guy at the end of the bench every year. He never gets to play. He's always a white guy. Always a white guy. Not good enough to play ever. Maybe he gets some some some, some mop up time here and there, but really nothing. You gotta remember that guy was pretty much a superstar in college at one time. Uh, Dave Coast says, how much does Sue Bird get paid? $215,000. That guy who's at the end of the bitch, he was really, really good. In co- maybe not a superstar, but he was really, really good in college. Which meant if he was really, really good in college, he was probably your town's star basketball player. Or he was the city's best basketball player. Like, he dominated. And now he can't get off the bench. Uh, let's see. Let's demand equal funding for male and female breast cancer. That's a thing, too, you know. Amen, it is. It is. There was a big thing recently. Oh, there was a big story. Oh, I didn't go with it because I was off those two days, and I'm glad I didn't because this goes to this new Title IX thing that's going on about some weight rooms, I believe. That like the 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 women's tournament, their their weight rooms weren't as good as the boys' weight rooms, something like that. And this is why I've told you time and 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 time again. The athletes in college will never be paid, and it's because of Title IX. You can scream at me, you can yell at me, you can holler, you can fucking write your Congress people saying these athletes should be paid, or you can say they shouldn't be paid. I'm here to tell you that they will never be paid, and it's because of Title IX. And what you just saw, they sued, I want to find the story here. I, I want. I want to see if it's as egregious as egregious as I believe it was. Uh, news timeline. Let's see. Mm, let's see. Uh, Title nine. No, that ain't it. Uh, okay. Uh, Title nine story. Title IX, NCAA basketball. 
Uh, okay, here we go. Unequal treatments. Okay. Uh, all right. Support local journalism. No, I don't want to. Thank you. I would rather just read this story. Uh, all right. The conversation when college bas women basketball players began to post photos and videos of how they got less food, less accurate COVID testing, and less exercise equipment than their male counterparts, a sense of collective outrage ensued. Sabrina Ionescu, the star women's national basketball association player with the New York Liberty added women's uh, weight room versus men's weight room. Thought this was a joke. What the fuck is this? To all the women playing at March Madness, keep grinding. I guess she sent pictures. Now, now we can sit and we can have a lengthy conversation about Title IX. We're not going to. Let me read some things. Uh, Braddy Kid, you're absolutely right. There's a difference between selling out Madison Square Garden and versus the bottom of half of Golden One. Yes. Uh, I think that Landon should pay, uh, play her in game uh, 21. Sue's salary is based on how many points she scores. She should get uh, at 100,000 points she scores. I just had a conversation with my brother about this. He showed me a TikTok where the college girls basketball player was angry about the equipment they had compared to the men's team. I explained that's because women's sports don't make money. Not that that college is sexist. No, it, Christopher, you've got a great point, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. Once you allowed Title IX to happen, that is all thrown out the window. It doesn't matter. Title IX states that if the boys' basketball team has 10 fresh towels after every practice, that means the girls' team has to have 10 fresh towels after every practice. It gets down to that minute, mundane detail. And the one detail that they leave out is how much does that sport generate at said university? Um, I wonder why none of them started identifying as men to be demanded in the NBA. Well, because they would never get picked. That's why. I wonder how many men, I wonder if they, now, here's something. How many men will see what's going on? I mean, Sue Bird makes, what, $220,000 a year? That's a, that's a good earning. How many guys who don't make it to, I don't know, the, the, the collegiate level or the pro level? Consider transitioning into women to become into the WNBA. Hmm. 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 You're going to have to allow them, aren't you? Let's say LeBron's son, Brony or whatever his name is isn't quite good enough to get into the NBA. I know that's crazy. That's crazy. We know he's going to be in the NBA. He's going to be playing with his daddy. We already know. It, 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 it's etched in stone. Uh, 
But let's say he doesn't make it. He wants to play pro ball. So he says he's a woman. They have to let him play in the WNBA, right? Because of the bill Joe Biden signed. Didn't anyone watch Juana Man? Yeah, exactly. Come from someone that used to photograph college sports. The girls' teams were more uh, amusing because they are brutal. They pushed each other, elbowed more frequently than the men's. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. WNBA weight room should be a series of different sized purses filled with face cream. <laughs> Face cream is what set it off. That's the best part of that whole part, Daveco. Daveco, that was the fucking cherry on top that every comedian dreams of. Face cream. There's only the only word you could have used better was salve. Face cream. Oh Jesus, I'm gonna be thinking about that all day. Oh, is it? This this ha- just happened. Uh, Atlanta man arrested after entering a grocery store with six guns and a cache of ar- ammo while wearing body armor. Nobody was hurt. Wow! Authorities arrested 22-year-old Rico Marley. After he walked into a Publix grocery store wearing body armor with six guns on his person and a cache of ammunition. No shots were fired. Nobody was injured. A customer spotted him walking in the bathroom. They notified management who called authorities to the store to deal with Marley. When they arrived, uh, he tried to leave uh, the bathroom. Authorities uh, charged Marley with reckless conduct. And it's set to uh, undergo a mental health evaluation. Wow. Did they see his name is Rico? Is is he? Oh, okay. Here he is, Rico. He looks like he's a black dude. Yeah, this ain't gonna get any coverage. This is the most you're going to hear about it right here. Whoa. Shit, the six guns ain't no fucking joke, neither. He's got a fucking shotgun. Oh, the deadly. Uh, Looks like AR. I don't don't know if that's it or not. Here here you go. Oh, you guys can look it up there. Douglas has the site. Let's see, he's got a 38 snub nose. Nine millimeter. Two other guns I don't know what are, but a bunch of ammo. It's going, he came well healed, boy. I tell you that right now. Damn. Wow, that's crazy. Thank you. Douglas, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, all right. I don't know if you'd want something like this. I, I know I wouldn't want anything like this. I mean, growing up, 
a lot of people think, you know, if you grow up and you've got an alcoholic parent, you had a rough childhood. I don't think I had a rough childhood. My, my, my dad didn't do anything bad to me, didn't beat me, didn't touch me, didn't diddle me, anything like that. It just wasn't there. That hurt, sure. It, it, it wasn't fun. But I, I never thought that I had a, a mystery. And it, it gave me a lot of clarity into uh, older people. It it just introduced me to a mature lifestyle, even though they weren't being mature, which is what, you know, hindered me. My dad would go to bars all the time, take me. That's back in the 70s when you could do that. I was at the VFW all the time with him. And I remember being in these seedy places and these nasty bars. And then, you know, when when I became... Of age, I started going to these places and strip clubs and all these bars and things like that. So the fine people at Miller have decided to come out with a new set of candles for all you candle aficionados out there. Here are your choices. Game day bar. Dive bar. Or beer garden. Well, let let's see. Let let let's go. Let's go in a beer garden first. I, I I don't know how they smell. I I hope. I hope they describe the smells later when I read in this. But let me describe what I think the smells would be. We'll start with beer garden first. Beer garden will be a refreshing, clean smelling burning candle with notes of barley and hops, dew, and humidity. It will be a stickier candle, but very, very warm. That, that, that's it. That's the way that one would be described. Then we'll go game day bar. Game day bar. Very festive smelling. All sorts of smells from tomatoes to beer, of course. Meats. Searing. I'm going to smell all of that. In a little bit more closed environment. So not humid at all. And then the last one, dive bar. This is how I would describe it. Dive bar. Smells like a mixture of a very, very old Walmart that still smells like caramel corn. And a bathroom that has about four days worth of cake in it. And by cake, I mean urinal cake. The urinal cake is about three or four days old. You combined that horrific smell with that of candy corn, and that is a dive bar. Let's see if they they go on to say. Uh, They're $20 each. 
Oh, it doesn't describe their smell. Does it give me a website? Online. Here we go. Okay. Oh. I don't want to give my day of birth. I'm, of course, old enough to drink. I just want to play your little game. I wonder how they water a beer garden. <laughs> Probably with, <laughs> with ale. <laughs> All right. Something new is coming to Las Vegas. By the way, there was a big story last week about how people spent their $1,400, you know, their stimulus checks they got. And they all went to Vegas. Everybody went to Vegas. Everybody was partying in Vegas because Vegas is open, baby. Woo, Vegas is open. By the way, I'm very glad to hear that Vegas is open. Uh, Famous Food Street Eats, 24,000 square foot uh, food hall concept, will open at New Resorts World Las Vegas this summer. Uh, Famous Food will have 16 stalls with cuisines ranging from Thai beef noodles to Shandong dumplings to Texas barbecue and fried chicken as well as a 16-seat center bar and a hidden passageway. Oh, fucking A. I mean, this this place sounds kind of cool that they're going to get big-time chefs to serve food that's actually you can afford and you know what it is wow you described that much more eloquently than (laughs) you beer garden strong tones uh, of cheap keg beer with overwhelming smells of puke and sweat with a hint of a lion oak tree being soaked in pus that was good I like that man you throw in some good smells there you know what? I would put the puke, though, honestly, in the game day one. I, I think there were hints of vomit in game day. But, yeah, you're right on to something right there. Yeah, I like that a lot. I bought a new compound bow with my stimulus check. Kick ass. Douglas says, cocaine and hookers, money well spent. Yep. Be banging nines and doing lines, baby. My son's pissed off because he didn't get a stimulus, and he said people have been coming into his job buying TVs, Xboxes. He works in the electronics department, and he, is, uh, he has been working this entire time. That sucks. That sucks, man. Mm, all right. Okay, so Vegas has got this. I guess this is coming whenever this fucking fabulous resort place opens. I don't know if it's on the strip or not, so there you go. Uh, Burger King, one of our least favorite places to ever go for anything. I mean, I, I don't even know what they have that is redeeming. Well, they, they oh. The, the 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 mac and cheese uh, the the deep fried mac and cheese with the, uh, the 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 Cheetos in there that's the one thing they got that is redeeming oh those are good yeah those are good 
But now Burger King is introducing something new. I'm looking at it right now, and ugh, it, it grosses me out because it's got that folded egg on there. You, you, you're going to have to serve that to me, sans folded egg. They are going to use French toast as bread and put two pieces of French toast, put between it an egg, a sausage, and a piece of cheese. Top that with another piece of French toast. And you have the new savory breakfast sandwich from the Burger King. The sausage, egg, and French toast. Ooh, they also have a bacon, egg, and cheese French toast. Ham, egg, and cheese French toast. Double croissant with sausage. Egg-normous burrito. Okay, so they're starting to try to get into the breakfast wars. Well, let, let, let me tell to all you people that think that the chicken wars, the chicken sandwich wars are what it's all about. Uh-uh. It's about breakfast, my friends. And Stackar, I know you're listening, and I know that you love the Wendy's breakfast. Well, you need to guard that breakfast with your life, sir. You need to because they aren't getting enough play. Here's Burger King. McDonald's doesn't even have to put up a play because we all know that McDonald's is the best. If Carl's Jr. were to sell their breakfast all day long, they would overtake McDonald's. They would. Their breakfast is that good. Jack in the Boxes is fine, but they do serve it all day. The key to any successful place Serve breakfast all day. Serve it all day, people. Telling you. Jackar, I want you to stay going there. You like it. I'm glad. I mean, this does sound like one of my favorite things to get at Carl's Jr. are the French toast sticks. They got them sticks you dip in. Mm Mm-hmm. We are about less than two hours away from the president addressing the press for the first time. And we will be doing commentary on that, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Burger King doing that thing. Oh, I can, can I get rid of this now? Good, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I can get rid of that too. Oh, uh, by the way, let, let, let's, uh, can we circle back to something? Can we Jen Pisaki back to something? This whole thing about Title IX and college players, I I never really wrapped that up that well. Let me wrap this up for you. Uh, This is the reason why college athletes will never be paid. First of all, you're going to have to pay every single college athlete the same amount of money, and that includes females. The end. No, no, you can't pay the quarterback. Let's say that you're the – uh, let's go. Let's go, Clemson. Because I don't think any of their other teams are good. You're the Clemson quarterback. You should be probably the highest paid athlete on in the athletic department. Well, but you're not. You see, because you are equal to the uh, the bowler 
who's sitting out on the girls' bowling team. You'll get paid as much as her. That's what Title IX is. Yes, you as quarterback at Clemson, you actually do bring in a lot of seats or asses to seats, and you generate hundreds of millions of dollars for the university. The problem is they, they don't give a fuck. That's your job. You get paid the same amount as her. The end. That's Title IX. By the way, if you don't think Title IX was put into place because they saw the writing a long, long time ago that college athletes should be getting some sort of stipending from all the money that college makes off their likenesses alone, we can have this argument. We can have this debate. I'll love to have this debate. Do I think that they should be paid? If their likeness is used, sure. I, I, I mean, honestly, they're the ones who are putting the asses in the seats. I, I understand that they're getting a free education. I get it, but hey, that kid who's here on a math scholarship or that bowler that I was talking about who didn't participate in the last game because her game before was so terrible. You know, that one who makes the same amount as my quarterback. Uh, she's here on a full a- academic scholarship. She's here on a full athletic scholarship as well, yet she doesn't generate any money for the, the, the university. Nobody goes to, to ladies bowling. We can have this talk. I mean, look, this is a discussion to have. Getting college paid for isn't them getting paid. Yes. Yeah, I I mean, it is. but, But then what about the kid who's there on an academic scholarship? He's there for free or she. Don't want to be sexist. God forbid. Uh. What about them? They don't generate any money for the university. The quarterback that I was using was quarterback at Clemson. Now, look, this is a long and drawn-out thing. And this, look, hey, we can talk about this and talk about this until we're blue in the face. The problem is I already know it's never going to happen because of Title IX. There's not enough money to pay student-athletes. To me, this is one of those conversations that you have that you just kind of just want to have with friends and go, oh, do you think they deserve it? Because it's, it, it's, it, it's a fun way to flap your gums. To gra- there's way many, there's so many areas to take. They make money for the university. Yeah, but these kids who do athletic, academic things, they become doctors and maybe they do uh, bedowments and do all this kind of shit and then later they generate all this money. There's so many ways you can go with this argument, right? And that's what makes it a great argument. It's what makes it a great talking point. The problem is it's shut down, though. Because it's fictitious. 
due to Title IX, if you pay that quarterback $10,000 a year for playing quarterback, that girl on the bowling team gets paid $10,000 a year for being on the bowling team. It's never going to happen. So there you go. That that that's my opinion on it. But we're never going to see it. And, and there are some people who say, "Well, what about boosters? Let boosters pay." Okay, but then the universities will be going against NCAA regulations. I've already seen this. I've seen it happen once, and they said they'll never do it again. But if you go down this kind of road, they will be brought. They will be forced to bring it back. That's the death penalty. If you want the, you have Title IX in place. So it means if you pay athletes, you have to pay all athletes. Okay? Once again, let me say that. Boosters come out and they pay football players. Well, they are already in violation of NCAA regulations because they are not adhering to Title IX, first and foremost. Not only is it that, but it's illegal to give players money. To play at your university. Oh, you could easily. No, then you'd have to get Title IX involved. This is why. This is why just telling you. This is why athletes in college will never get paid. All right, we're less than an hour away from Big Joe. Big Daddy Joe. Doing his press conference thing. Uh, we'll take a break here. And uh, we come back. Let's see. Oh, oh, we can do that. Now, 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 now. We come back this time. Things you loved as a kid but hate now as an adult. Loved it as a kid. Hate it now. All right. 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up at Mixler. Happy Friday Eve, everybody.
They sucked. Limp Biscuit was awesome, and Sugar Ray, awesome. Fantastic show. Uh, all right. Speaking of shows, because shows are starting to come back, keep your eyes open, people. Uh, all right. So one of these uh, Reddit threads went viral, I guess, is how the kids are saying it now, at all their bebop events. Um. And it was over what you loved as a kid, but hate as an adult. And, like, the list went everywhere. So I've come up with a list of ten things. Now, people in this story, one of the first things that people mentioned were, like, I will pay whatever an Uber costs to drive the 47-minute ride home so I can sleep in my own bed. People hate not sleeping in their own bed. Remember as a kid, we'd always have sleepovers. Now there's nothing better than sleeping in your own bed. So think about that. So think about that. And let's see, another one. Um, plenty of foods, namely junk foods, also got name checked in the thread, including... Gelatin desserts, candy corn, excessive amounts of frosting, canned pasta, buffet-style restaurants, and fast food. So anything like that. So here we go. My first one on my list here. Things I loved as a kid, hate as an adult. Number number 10, soup. Fucking hate soup. As a kid, I'd eat the shit out of soup. Soup is a fucking loss leader. You ain't really fool. I, I hate soup. Every once in a while, I'll have some chowder. 
Maybe a little cheese broccoli here once in a in a gray, gray, gray day. I'll have some. But fucking hey, soup sucks. I don't know why as a kid I loved it so much, but now I hate that shit. Mm, don't even give me the chunky style stuff. I don't want it. It's soup. All right, and no particular order. Here's straight fire. Uh, number 10, getting a suntan. Tight clothes, the heat, uh, McDonald's meat, uh, chicken McNuggets, board games, not brushing my teeth, frisbee, playing tag, not taking a shower, and number one, bicycles. That's pretty good. That's a good list. That's a great list. Alicia says, getting up early on weekends to watch Saturday morning cartoons. Now I don't give a fuck and just want to sleep without interruption. Honestly, that's probably the only thing I got right now. What about gumbo? Perfect. Arnie, I hate soup uh, for dinner. It's very unsatisfying. It is. Soup is not satisfying. Soup is not a meal. Number nine on my list. As a kid, I loved to do it. I guess it's because it drove my mother crazy. I did this. I would chew aspirin. I couldn't. It's funny that I turned into the fucking pill addict that I was because as a kid, I couldn't swallow a pill whole. And I thought that was wrong. I thought that was improper. I thought I was going to die. Probably some of the wives' tales my grandmother told me I was going to die. Thank God I got out of that. Man, oh, man, I'd been chewing up a lot of fucking pills if I'd have been chewing the pills. But as a kid, that's the only way I could take them. What about gumbo? What What do you mean gumbo? Oh, gumbo is a soup? No, I, I, well, at least that's got rice with it. Yeah, oh, okay, that's got some rice with it. You can almost say that's almost a meal. Oh, almost. It's like saying chili's a meal because you put so much cornbread in there. But soup on its own. Soup. Not chowder. Not gumbo. Not chili. Soup. You always have to have a damn... You have to have a grilled cheese sandwich if you're just going to eat tomato soup. Otherwise, you're a weirdo. You don't like gumbo? It's a stew. Well, stews aren't soup. I'm talking about soup. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Stackar has the park. Things he loved as a kid, hates as an adult. P.E., riding bikes, weekends. Driving, McDonald's, TV shows, gum, swimming, and music, especially rap music. So horrible now. That's a fantastic list. Uh, My number eight is people. I used to love people as a kid. Now people are fucking idiots. Not y'all, just people in general. Says Douglas sent me a story. What we got, Douglas? Uh, Montana governors threaten legal action if Biden administration flies immigrants from southern border. Good for him. Good for him. 
<laughs> Let's see. Zach has uh, uh, Pixie Sticks. Oh, that worst candy ever. Uh, all it was was granulated sugar. That's all in a, in a stick form. Cartoons, ramen, Skittles, summer days, ham. Good call. Bikes, shaving was cool in high school, now it's a pain. And being on the phone. Ooh, good. Oh, that one's great. Being on the phone. Oh, that one's awesome. My number seven is staying up late. I don't know why as a kid I thought it was so kick-ass to stay up late. Ain't nothing on TV worth a shit. What am I going to do, a project? Staying up late sucks. That's because you didn't snort the pixie sticks. Talk about a rush. Honorable mentions, grocery store and dial-up internet. Shit. I still love grocery stores. I do, I, I do love going into grocery stores. I think about all the havoc that I could cause, and nowadays that's good enough for me. Sometimes. Just going in there, just knowing what I could get away with. Dave Co. number one, breastfeeding my mom. Okay. Uh, I just didn't, uh, just so you know, uh, but I knew people who did. Okay. Uh, let's see. Staying up late. Yeah, responsibilities. As a kid, you, you want to be given responsibilities. You want that pet, and you want to learn how to take care of that pet. You want an allowance. You want to learn earn that allowance. Now, I don't want any responsibilities. Responsibilities suck. Horrible. Flying. I used to love it. As, I thought flying was cool as a kid. Now I realize that I'm on this fucking... Converted fucking disease trap death cannon that's aimed at the ground most of the time. I get through it, though, due to the mayhem I caused leading up to it. The mayhem I cause? You want to get me on a plane? You get me a wheelchair. you've ever been to Love Field in Dallas, next time you're there, when you're arriving and you're about to fly out of Dallas, I want you to walk up that ramp, and I want you to feel like the old days of Julius Caesar where hundreds of people were looking down upon you, showering you with roses. That's the way I felt when I was being pushed up that ramp by a guy who weighed like 102 pounds because I was in a wheelchair. I meant grocery store because as a kid, you grab what you wanted, but you didn't pay for it. What, what, what's changed? Addict Brian has Pop-Tarts. Loved them as a kid. Oh, I, I, that, that's something that could be on my list. Uh, pizza Bagel Bites, Ramen, Hot Pockets, all toys. I prefer the adult ones now. I still like bikes, just bought ones, and I like staying up late. Okay. Uh, number four is Family. I used to really like my family. And then my grandmother died, and I like my dad. And then he died. Well, I like me. 
<laughs> the mental picture I have some kid, 100 spoken pounds, uh, uh, foreign. <laughs> you left out a word there. I'm sorry, I left it out. The mental picture I have of some foreign kid, 100 pounds soaking wet, pushing you through the airport is gold. Oh, it was fantastic. To, to go through all of security unabashed, uh, it, it phenomenal. One, one of the top flights of my entire life. I knew I wasn't going to die that day because at that point I was too happy. The best part of that story is, is that what they do is they fucking wheel you in and they hook you, they, they put you right there, okay, you're at the gate. Well, they changed my flight. They changed gates. Motherfucker had to come back and come get me. <laughs> it was so fun. That was fun. See, doing shit like that, that that's the mayhem that I like to cause. That's fun. Ooh. New Jason Stay the movie? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's this? Hold on. In theaters, May 7th? A Guy Ritchie movie? Wrath of Man? Holy shit. Guy Ritchie and fucking Statham together? May 7th? I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, family. Uh, number two. Number two on my list. Not lying. Not lying about this at all. Tidy Whitey's. I loved him as a kid. Tidy Whitey's kept everything in place. And they were appropriate. Tidy whities as a kid, that, that, that's what you have to wear as a boy. Unless, of course, you're some crazed Mormon and you got your blessed underwear. But Tidy whities as a kid, loved them. Then grew out of that fascination at the, about the age of 14 or 15. Said, nope, nope, can't do this anymore. This is not very comfortable. This is strange. And then you hear later, when you get older in your 20s and stuff, you hear the horror stories from women about being with a fella that still had the dreaded tidy whities on. <laughs> Hangtown Jen says, the one thing that stands out to me, running. As a kid, I'd run and play. Hell, I'd break into full run just to play tag. Now I'm more like, nah, you're it. I don't run type of gal. Well, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Uh, but my number one, and I, I, I still do this. It, 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 it's, a, it's a flashback. As a kid, I didn't care. To say I loved it, I didn't care. I tried to get away with it as much as I could, and that was not bathing. I didn't care if I smelled like a goat. I didn't want to shower. I didn't want to clean up. That was a waste of time, man. I could be outside playing. I got to be doing something. I don't want to shower. No shit, I forgot about the ocean. I used to go to the beach every weekend as a kid. Yeah, oh, God, I would hate that. That'd be fucking hell. 
Like, I, I, I try to think back and think how awesome it would be if the water park was still open today and I could still be a lifeguard. I know, I know this is fucking horrible to think. There's no way I could do it. No. All the yelling and screaming and the happiness of children. Boy, you want to see you want to see my mood get sour quick? Show me a happy child. Fuck. Nothing more I hate. Hate walking into restaurants. And I know this this is the grumpy old man coming out, but you guys listen to the grumpy old man every damn day. Sit in a restaurant. First of all, for, uh, this is the thing I don't understand. Okay. I know that I've been trained in radio and how to uh, project my voice without yelling. I know how to do that. I also know how I can have a conversation in a restaurant with someone and not be whispering, but not, not be talking in a room where everybody can hear me. I'll tell you this right now. Fucking drives me apeshit when I hear people's conversations. If I can hear your conversation, no, uh uh-uh, you're talking way too loud. That drives me almost as crazy as a screaming child. Would it be frowned upon if I were to start carrying like a water bottle with me? And if a kid started screaming at a restaurant, if I shot the kid with the water bottle, is that is, is, is that that's frowned upon? That would be assault. Okay, okay. So that that would be that would be an assault weapon then. My spray bottle. Call back. I refuse to ever buy boys tidy whities. I thought about their future with women. I bought them boxer briefs. I don't want them being made fun of. If it was undressing uh, some dude I wanted to hook up with and he had tidy whities on. I would point and laugh. No way I'd ever do anything else with him. I totally understand. And Addict to Brian, that was another reason why. You got to get rid of those tidy whities you, you started your kids off early. Okay. Great. Hey. Awesome. They only had, right? See, we didn't have cool shit like boxer briefs when I was growing up. You had tidy whities and then you had the fucking boxers. That was it. There was no cool boxer brief. It was tidy whities it was boxers, and it was fucking banana hammocks. And then the boxer brief came out. It was the same cotton. It wasn't that weird thing, you know, because, you know, some of them boxers are made with that not good cotton, not like underwear cotton, but like, I don't know, shirt-type cotton. I hate those. Those are the worst. Oh, those are awful. No, thank you. I buy my son boxers. He has tidy whities as well, but I didn't buy those. That's a rite of passage for, I'm just telling you, it's a rite of passage for boys. But, yeah, you got to get rid of those by a certain age. certain age, those are gone. I I would probably say 12 or 13 now. 12 or 13, the the, the tidy whities got to go. Until then, I'm not looking at my son like, you know, oh, wow, he's not going to bang any kindergarten chicks wearing those tidy whities. Don't worry about that. 
Yeah, but not bathing was my number one. Sunday is still an occasional, you know, usually Sunday. Sundays are Tuesdays, usually for me. Just non-shower days. Just, hey, it's better for my skin. You don't need a shower. I'm not going to be around anybody. I don't stink that bad. I use nice soap. Got the antibacterial stuff. Ain't no COVID living on me. Mother plucker. What about Hugh Hefner-style silky boxers? I never found those to be comfortable. I've had, like, the the satin ones. I've never had silk. Not that I want silk. Might turn me on too much. I might feel too good in them. Uh, All right, let's see. What else we got here? Let's see. Better for your skin. What about everybody else's noses? Well, I don't worry about that. That that, that part, I, don't fret me with that. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll do a couple stories, and we'll take a quick break, and that way we can come back and we can catch this press conference when it goes down. Oh, I knew I was going to do something. Uh, uh, let's do this story, and then I'll, I'll finish it with what's next. A swan is terrorizing homeowners. Residents in a town in England have been dealing with a nuisance involving a swan that likes to knock on doors. The swan will knock on a door for up to three hours a night. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before I go on with the swan story, Christopher has his. Things he loved as a kid. Hates now. Catch up on everything. Uh, The movie The Mask with Jim Carrey. Slacks, what was I thinking? Riding passenger in a car, jumping off things, fishing, watching appointment TV, spoiled by Netflix. Okay, good list. All right, so this swan, it's been there for five years in Northampton, East Midland, Southwest News Service reports. It's a swan. Kick the thing in the fucking neck. Swan has been there for seven, eight years. Around the time, uh, five years ago, the male swan started messing around with my front door. It rattles the letterbox. Oh, man. The swan has been doing it almost every day recently, and I still think it's pretty funny to see him walking past. I'm glad it is in my house because it is very noisy. It would depend on how early it started. Oh, these fucking swans, I tell you, they, they know something's up. And you remember, last year, around this time of year, I do believe, I had ventured down to the Lone Star State to get away from it all and to look at houses and look at things. Yet everything was closed down. It was a tough trip. We stayed at an embassy suites that had swans. You remember the swans? And they put us right next to a pot-smoking lady. The, the, the hotel was just awful. Seven, two, uh, two, 
So we're going to call and see if they still have the swans. Thank you for calling Embassy Dallas Park Central, located in Dallas, Texas. For new reservations, please press 1. For sales and catering, please press 2. For accounting, please press 3. Or for a guest service representative, please press 0. Thank you again. Please hold. Services. This is Mary. May I help you? Yes. Hi. I was wondering, is this the same embassy suites that has the swans? Uh, no, we don't have swans. Oh, okay. Wh which one is that? I think it's the embassy suites Dallas Galleria. Oh, okay. I was just wondering, do you know what the rates are to have the swans in your room? I, I don't know that that's even a possibility. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try to give them a call. Okay. Thank you. Shit. Oh, God damn it. Uh, let's see. Embassy Suites. Suites. Dallas Park Galleria. That's the one we stayed at, by God. What's the phone number? There, there it is. 1972. Three six four. Three six four. Oh, all right. Here we go. Yes, call. That's why I hit the green button. God damn. Thank you for calling Embassy Suites Dallas near the Galleria. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. For an existing reservation, to modify a mm. reservation. Embassy Suites Dallas near the Galleria. This is Melody. How can I help you? Yes. Is this the Embassy Suites that has the swans swimming? We used to. We do not anymore. Oh, you do not. Okay. I was questioning whether how much these swans would be in the room. Uh, yeah, we have no swans anymore. Okay. Do you know of any hotels that have swans that will provide a, a company ship? Uh, no, I don't know of any other hotels that offered that. Okay, well, thank you very much. Yeah, have a good day. Uh, there you go. They got rid of their damn swan. Shit. Lisa says, oh, commercials. How would I ever know what the toys stores were going to have without commercials? Now I just want my shows to play. That's a good call. Man, especially toy commercials. Man, you would get fucking, you would get rocked by toy commercials. You'd be like, oh, my God, I have to get that immediately. Some of us are still that way. I'm not going to say who. Uh, I'm just going to say. Damn it. Fucking get rid of their damn swans. What kind of bullshit is that? All right, 775-357-FANS, number arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Last hour of the show coming up, including... President Joe Biden's first official press conference.
press conference from Joe Biden. I'm part of 3,700 people watching right now on the YouTube channel, whitehouse.gov, because I like the party. So as soon as that starts, we will get to it. See some of these softballs they, they throw up to our commander and queef. I'm sorry, chief. So. Did I mess that up? It's Commander-in-Chief. Chief, not Queef. Okay. All right. Uh, Now, speaking of Queefs, this is something this kid can't do. Uh, So wrong. I'm, I'm starting to see a new trend in things, and I don't like this trend. I don't like it at all, and I think this trend could be the most destructive trend we have ever allowed parents to do to children of all time. See, even Bubba's upset by it. What? This trend we talked about a little bit yesterday and how sickening it is. This Pantene commercial that played. And this lesbian couple whose biologically born son wanted to be a girl. So they have allowed the transition to happen. And you remember in that video, the one of the mothers said that day she first came out in our community. So your separatists, your your separatists, separatists, that's the word. So you have your own community, so you don't want to be around other people. That's nice. But that day that that her her biological son, now uh, transitioning daughter, that was the first day she ever saw her. So the first, I don't know, six, seven years of her life, she didn't give a fuck. Well, we've got somebody that's beaten her, and they showed like older pictures, and they showed this 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 girl now. I'll I'll respect the pronouns. I'll respect the the person this time because I don't think it's the person that's done it. I think it's the parents. 
I believe it's this engineering that's going on. But they have been outdone by a lady. It looks like, I believe, in uh, Great Britain, Janine Schofield is her name. Her only child, her only child made a wish on Christmas when, when the child was three. Three. I want to be a girl. Janine said her toddler, born a boy, soon sensed that he should be living life as a girl. Now. Come on, man. I mean, really, a three-year-old? Last year at the age of seven, her wish became true. When her name was officially changed by deed to Luna, she started wearing a skirt to school and got a new passport, too, as one of Britain's youngest transgender children. Today, her proud mom opens her heart on the life-changing events and defies critics who believe her decision to let Luna choose her gender was premature. Let me just say this right now. If you want a girl so bad, go out and try to get knocked up again. Why are you ruining this kid's life? I, I, I'm sorry, a three-year-old? See, Bubba ain't a three-year-old, Bubba? Bubba, what do you think about three-year-olds? He's okay now. Well, if the little boy said, I, wanted to, uh, I want to be a womanizer, would mom embrace that too? You'd have to. See, this is, the, this, is this new n- nouveau bullshit way of parenting. Does anybody remember a show growing up that we watched as little kids called Kids Are People Too? This show was the biggest fucking lie in the world. Kids are not people. Kids are little stains. That's all kids are. Their their opinions really don't matter. We don't care. It's not until the last 10 or 11 years that people have allowed these opinions of kids to matter. And now we've gone so far as to let a three-year-old pick what gender they're going to be. What happens if this kid, Luna, at 14 or 15, realizes they have all this pent-up energy and they want to be an athlete and that girls' leagues suck and they dominate the girls' leagues? Now, you got to be a boy to play in the boys' leagues. Well, since he hadn't had the surgery, just get him a haircut, let him go play in the boys. He's got to be a boy, though. What then? Was this just all for exposure for right now? Kids are kids. They're learning to become people. Yes, exactly. Letting your three-year-old figure out, I want to be a gorilla. All right, well, there you go. Let's throw them out in the jungle. 
Why not? You're allowing them to pick this. It's the same thing. They identify as a fucking silverback gorilla. My three-year-old can't even wipe their own butt. No, this three-year-old not only could wipe her, her own butt, but knew what gender she was. I don't like this engineering that's going on now. I really don't, and I don't know why. Look, look, uh, uh, there are a lot of things in this world that I look at, and I just shake my head and go, God Almighty, I'm so glad I don't have kids in this world. I really am. I'm not one of those people that say I didn't want to bring kids into this world. I, I, I just didn't want kids because I don't like kids. But I can't imagine having a son or daughter have to go through the struggles that transgender people do have to go through. Look, we can sit back and we can, you know, we can be in our closed groups and we can laugh and we can at chuckle at these people because it is strange to us. It is weird to us. It's odd. It's peculiar. Those people have to hear it and they hear it. And, and I'm not saying what you're doing by laughing and chuckling is wrong because I'm one of those people who laugh and chuckles because it's part of life. But that person still has to live through it. I'm not saying don't do it because they have to, but hey, this is part of living through it. I don't know why you would put that many stones on your kid's back to try to carry up a hill that's already hard enough to climb on its own without giving it its own struggles. And these parents seem to be giving these kids even more struggles because these parents, I guess, does it make them seem like a better parent because they have a trans child? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand. Like, I, I've never understood why a parent would want their kid. And, and it's like, I know that there's a thing for it. Is it Munchausen syndrome? Do you remember that story about the mom and the daughter and the mom kept getting the kid sick and wanting the kid around? I never understood that. I want the kid to be fucking healthy and get out as soon as possible. I don't get it. But I guess the, the mom got so much gratification because of all the exposure that her daughter got, then that, that meant in turn she was getting exposure, and that is all that she ever wanted. Shit, at 18 people are struggling. So, exactly. Uh, how many times does a kid say they're gay and then turn out to be straight? Sure. As a parent, I would allow my kid to dress as the opposite sex, but wouldn't allow a sex change until 18. And they'd really have to think about it. Uh, I've been telling people for a couple of years as to where this is going, and now I see it accelerating quicker than I imagined. Pedophiles will be legal. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll get back to that one. I, I, I like that topic right there. I, I don't like it. I think it's a great topic. Uh, I'm so happy I'm done having kids. One and done. She's 19 and amazing. I did good. You're welcome, society. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, this is all so strange. I, I don't know what the appeal is. I don't know what the appeal is. Is it the, the sympathy thing? Do they need people to dote over them? Is that what they need? 
do do they need the 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 kid to to understand how fucking shitty life really is and, and stick them with this? And I'm not saying that transgender being a transgender is a shitty life. Dealing with the rest of society makes your life a lot shittier, though. You get all the questions, you get all that kind of stuff, and that's something you probably don't want to answer every single day. Nor should you have to. If you want to look. If you're at the ripe old age of 18 and you decide, hey, I, it's time for me to be what I've always felt I was, and that is, insert this there. Fine with me. Hey, that that's great. And, and you know what? Because it's your life, and you're the one who has to live your life. I have zero problem with any of that whatsoever. Now, when you come to me in a year and you say people are mean to you because you've done these things, I'm going to look at you and go, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think everybody was going to accept this? And by the way, why do you need everybody to accept this? Why do you need anyone to accept this? If this is truly what makes you happy, then you should do it. Why do you need their acceptance? My kid came to me. I wouldn't feel like a failure. I wouldn't feel like anything. I'd feel like this is my kid wanting to live their life. If they want to live their life, live that life. It's going to be tough. I wouldn't choose it. Maybe you're a stronger and better person than me. But I sure as fuck wouldn't choose that. If the child says that he or she is in charge of their sexuality, then they also will be given freedom to decide who and when they can have sex with. That will be the disturbing line of thinking. Well, you know that law was put in place this year in San Francisco uh, by a state legislator. It's a state law in California. And it was allegedly put in place to save gay men. It's a bill that says you can be 10 years opposite of your mate. And a lot of people started thinking about that, and they're like, wait a second. Like, if you think 18 and 28, you're like, ah, okay. 17 and 27? Sixteen and twenty-six. How about thirteen and twenty-three? Would you allow your thirteen-year-old daughter to go out and have sex with a twenty-three-year-old man? How about a seven-year-old and a seventeen-year-old? It's the law. It's the law in the state of California now. Dave Co, you bring that up. You you bring up pedophiles. Like this is the thing. It depends on how swarmy and how good this lawyer is that takes this case on. You will see it happen in the next between five and ten years, I believe. That you will see a a monumental case. That will, that will be saying that pedophiles are born that way. 
and they will equate themselves to the gays, and the gays will fucking get so much ridicule and so much hatred for it. This is why gay people do not like pedophiles because they're automatically assumed to be in that group. That's a spam call, so we ain't answering that. So when this becomes a, 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 a civil rights case or a, a case for the Supreme Court that says, are you born this way that you're attracted to small children? And if so, why is it against the law? I was born that way. It's natural. I truly hope and pray that we never get there. I, I hope I'm wrong about my timeline. I hope I'm wrong about all that. But would it surprise you? Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, people bragging saying their three-year-old is coming out transgender. I bet you somebody that comes out transgender probably doesn't say how cool it was to come out transgender. I was with this damn story. Why am I getting this ad all the time here? I don't want an ad. I want the damn story. How about if I refresh the page? There we go. There we go. Still keeping an eye on it. Press conference has not started yet. Former teacher and cheerleading coach, Carrie Witt, uh, from Alabama. Pled guilty to one count of school employee engaging in a sex act with a student. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not play the appropriate music? I did not. I'm sorry. There it is. She faces up to 20 years in prison. The judge earlier dismissed charges against Witt after she argued law-barring school staff from having sex with a student under 19 because it was unconstitutional. She claimed her relationship with two students, two, were consensual. They were both 17 and 18. The Criminal Court of Appeals reversed that ruling and have thrown her into the big pussy house. Come on, start already. Let's go. Where you at, President? He must have forgotten about it. It's late. Well, he was he was messing with the media. I don't know if it was yesterday when he was being shuffled out of his room because there were reporters in there, and they started asking the dreaded questions. That's what they're referred to in the White House. Don't let them get to the dreaded questions. They said something about the press conference, and he goes, what press conference? Ha, 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 ha. He is a creepy laughing guy. There's not much about Joe Biden that I like. 
His creepiness is one of the big turnoffs of him. Has he already started the press conference? No. Why didn't the White House page have it up? It says it'll begin shortly. Okay. Get in and out with the liquidity leaders. Get DIA, the only ETF that tracks the same thing. The same hit. Is it? I can't think it is. I can't think he's done already. Oh, this is handy. Joe Biden finally scheduled to hold a solo news conference on Thursday, waiting the long. Okay, this is just handy. Okay, never mind. You have an idea of what the top seven softball questions will be. Oh, CNN won't say if anchor staffers got prioritized COVID tests from Governor Cuomo. Well, that is that that is answering. That is answering. That is saying yes, you did. All right, let's go back. Nothing yet. Jesus, try me. Uh, Let's see. The Rhode Island uh, Senate on Tuesday passed a tire guidance that sparked an uproar. Senator uh, Jonathan Acosta argued the legislature's varying backgrounds were affected by the ethno-racial class nexus in what would be considered uh, all-right dress. Oh, this guy's got cornrows and stuff. Oh. Oh. They're trying to... (laughs) Fucking terrible old white people up there in Rhode Island. We don't want you having any corn rows or, or gangster attire weared at anything. Uh, anything else? Let's see. Let's see what else. I, I'm just I'm stalling right now. I mean, I don't want to get in the middle of something, and then all of a sudden the president starts speaking. That'd be rude of him. be terribly rude. Major Gunshot Big Time with upset performance. Does the tournament start up again tonight? Does anybody know? Uh, let me let me go to ESPN see see what they have to say. Is the tournament tonight? NCA man. March twenty fifth. Oh, that's today. That's that, that's today. Okay, we got games. We got Michigan State, Richmond. No, that that that's in IT. That, no, come on. March twenty seventh. Where is the be? Where's the tournament? Why is ESPN? Why is their website so fucking hard to do now? Why are they such dicks on their website? Can't just put top stories up there and then go go what you want to go to. NCAA, man, that's where I want to go. 
And I, I don't want I don't want the NIT quarterfinals. I want Sweet 16. When does the damn Sweet 16 start? Where's the damn bracket? Son of bitch. Here we go. March 27th and 28th. The Elite Eight is the 28th or the 29th and 30th. Okay. Okay, whatever. I'm done. My my, my bracket is busted, so there you go. Ooh, uh, he has a new target of 200 million vaccine. Ooh, wow, meteorologists expect a tornado outbreak across the south. No, that's fantastic news. I'm sure it's racially driven. Uh, let's see, three ring binders and 14-point font. How Biden prepares for news conference. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, Christy Teigen left Twitter. Oh, no, what will we do? Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? See, now I thought somebody was joking about this. This is real. Wait a second here. Hold on a second. Jay Leno apologizes for joking about Asians. Apology comes as violence. Da, 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 da. At the time I did those jokes, I generally thought them to be harmless. They were. They're jokes. This is this is just another, even though he says it, I do not consider this particular case to be another example of cancel culture, but a legitimate wrong that was done on my part. That's bullshit. That is bullshit, man. They're fucking jokes, people. Jokes don't lead people to beating people up. I, I do. Do we need to? Do we need to all grow up again? Do what? Do what? Do we all need a big comeuppance? Jokes make people violent. I thought violent movies made people violent. Are, are, are we moving the goalposts again? Are we spinning things out of control yet again? Let me just say this right now. I, I promise you. Ah, guarantee. Jay Leno's jokes never caused anyone to do anything except cry. Jay Leno was terrible. If he did jokes about Asians, he did jokes. So did Don Rickles. Thank God his wife died. Otherwise, Don Rickles' wife might have to come out and apologize for the jokes that Don Rickles did. Or that any fucking comedian did. Do you know? Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you happen to know? What Pat Morita, Mr. Miyagi, who started as a stand-up, 
used to call himself. He called himself the hip nip. Nip is a horribly racial term. Now, he would book himself as the hip nip. Un goddamn believable. How fucking. How, 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 how brittle our little world is. You guys gonna be okay? Are, are, are you upset because of a joke that was told 26 years ago? Oh my God. Well, you know whoever should have told that joke 26 years ago, they should apologize. Because they caused that shooting that happened in Atlanta. I'm okay pinning the shooting, or where of this was the shooting in Atlanta. I'm sorry, I, I forget where it was. The 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 nail salon, the the massage parlor. Can we blame Jay Leno for that now? Okay, so Jay Leno is to blame for the massage parlor shooting. At least we've got that cleared up. Okay, the president is now 15 minutes late. Uh, Zach says, I don't remember Leno making Asian jokes. We made a lot of Lance Ito jokes. I remember those. I don't remember. Look, I don't think Jay Leno did a lot of good jokes to begin with. I mean, this is sad. This is sad. Somebody like Jay Leno, who, by the way, people in the comic world, they love him. They think he's so fantastic. And I've never met him, and I guess he's really, really good with young comedians and things like that. And I can't say that I appreciate that more. I think he's shit. I think he's terrible. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Kevin. I'm from Boston. <laughs> I was just never a fan. I didn't like him. He made a shit ton of money. He care less if I like him or not. I think he's a pussy for going back and apologizing. I think that's weak shit, man. Do all comedians now have to go back and apologize for jokes they made? And how far back do we have to go? 10, 20, 30 years ago, maybe? I got a lot of apologies to start making, but I don't want to get canceled. I like Dave's jokes, but Jay's guests. Yeah, that, that was the one thing. Jay did have good guests. Where are you, Mr. President? Is this a countdown that's typing right now, that's going? Oh. I, oh. People. First, on vaccinations. On December 8th. Here we go. It started. Please, please, go. down. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. Before I take questions, I want to make mm-hmm. give you a progress report. Before I lie my teeth off to you. On, uh, on the, where we stand 65 days into office here. On vaccinations and a few other top priorities for the American Power people. Power suit, by the way. First, on Dark vaccinations. blue. Dark blue ties, stripes. 8th, 
I indicated that I hope to get 100 million shots in people's arms in my first 100 days. We met that goal last week by day 58, 42 days ahead of schedule. Now today I'm setting a second goal. Uh oh, second goal. We will, by my 100th day in office, have administered 200 million shots in people's arms. That's right, 200 million shots in 100 days. I know, I know it's ambitious, twice our original goal. By the way, who got those no shots other ready? No country in the world has oh, even come right. close. No. Not even close. Well, yeah, because we developed it all. I why. believe we can do it. And today, we made a historic investment in reaching the hardest hit and the most vulnerable communities, the highest risk communities, at, uh, as a consequence of the virus, by investing an additional $10 billion in being Christ. able to reach them. Jesus, he's I also set a goal around. before I uh, took office of getting a majority of schools in K through 8 fully open in the first 100 days. He's having a tough time. Now, thanks to the enormous amount of work done by our administration, educators, parents, local state education officials and leaders, recent Department of Education survey shows that nearly half of the K through uh -oh. 8 schools are open now full-time, five days a week for in-person learning. Not yet a majority, but we're really close, and I believe in the 35 days left to go, we'll meet that goal as well. As of yesterday, <clears throat> more than 100 million payments of $1,400 have gone into people's bank accounts. That's real money in people's pockets, bringing relief. All right, let's get to some questions almost. now. And millions more stop will be your little pandering. very soon. One final note. Since we passed the American Rescue Plan, we're starting to see new signs of hope in our economy. Really? Since it was passed, where a majority, majority, majority of economic forecasters, oh, okay, have significantly increased their projections on the economic growth that's going to take place this year. They're now projecting it will exceed 6%, a 6% growth in GDP. It better. And just this morning, compared to last year, the number of people filing for weekly unemployment insurance fell by nearly 100,000 persons. Whoop-de-doo. It's the first time in a year the number has fallen below the pre-pandemic high. Still too Sorry. many Americans out of work, too many families My hurting, bad. and they still have a lot of work to do. He lied there. But I can say to you, the American people, help is here and hope is on the way. Now I'll be happy to uh, take your questions. Here we go. He knew right where to look. Zeke, the Associated Press. How's he know where the questions Thank are coming from? You mentioned your progress on COVID-19. I'd like to ask you about some of the other issues uh, facing your presidency. Uh, one of the defining challenges you face in the coming months is how to deliver on your promise to Americans on issues like immigration reform, gun control, Ooh. voting rights, climate First change. First question out. All of those right now are facing stiff, united so opposition from Republicans on Capitol Hill. How far are you willing to go to achieve those promises that you made to the American people? Well, I'm good. Look. When uh, oh boy, he's got some sort of notebook. When I took out. office. Looks like a map. 
I uh, decided that uh, it was a fairly basic, simple proposition, and that is I got elected to solve problems. And the most urgent problem faced the American people, I stated from the outset, was COVID-19 and the economic dislocation wow. for millions and millions of Americans. Way to go. And so that's why I put all my focus in wow. the beginning. That was number one, A lot huh? of problems. But all my focus on dealing with those particular problems. Let's see, as president, though, you and have to deal with the all the problems. other problems we're talking about, from immigration to guns and the other things you mentioned, which I don't are remember. Long-term problems. They've been around a long time. And, and they're going to be around be for a long do, time. God willing, is now begin one at a time to focus on those as well. And whether it's immigration or guns or a number of other problems that face the country. But the fundamental problem is getting people some peace of mind so they can go to bed at night and not stare at the ceiling wondering whether they lost their health insurance, whether they're going to lose a family member, whether they're going to be in a position where they're not going to be, they're going to lose their home because they can't pay their mortgage, or the millions of people are going to get thrown out of their homes because of the inability to, uh, to pay their rent. So we're, we're going to move on these one at a time, try yeah. to do as many simultaneously as we can. You're not going to say can, a damn thing about guns. That's the reason why. Not going to say anything about immigration either. And here's the deal. I think my Republican colleagues are going to have to determine whether or not Hello, boss. I'm throwing we something want under to you. work together or they'll decide that the way in which they want to proceed is to, uh, is to uh, just uh, um, decide to divide the country. Everybody got their bingo card out? Division. But I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to move forward and take these things as they come. Shit, I forgot. Bingo. Right, Mr. President, can your presidency be a success if you can't make progress on those four challenges, climate change, immigration reform, gun control, voting well, rights? He said well, I plan on making progress on immigrant. all of them, but that's going to be for the American Jobs. people to decide. I think, he you stumbled. know, I, I doubt whether maybe you did, maybe others did. I. I, I thought many of you thought there was Vaccine. no possibility of my getting Democrat. the plan I got passed, passed. COVID. Without any Republican votes. Tax. Pretty big deal. Got passed. Growing the economy. Tough guy. People's lives are changing. Here we go. So let's see what happens. All I know, I've been hired to solve problems, to solve problems, well, not like create this. division. Uh, okay. Uh, how about. Yamish. Oh, don't try to pronounce his last name. Please. Thanks so much, Mr. President. Um, you've said over and over again that immigrants shouldn't come to this country right now. This isn't the time to come. That message is not being received. Instead, the perception. By the way, hold on one second. Yeah, I want to hear this question. The press room has like 15 people in there, and he's got all their names written down. Jesus that got you elected as a moral, decent man is the reason why a lot of immigrants are coming to this country and entrusting you with unaccompanied minors. How do you resolve that tension? And how are you choosing which families can stay and which can, can go, given the fact that even though with Title 42, there are some families that are staying? And is there a timeline for when we won't be seeing these overcrowded facilities with, run by CPB when Come it comes on, to man. unaccompanied minors? Well, look, I guess I should be flattered People are coming because I'm the nice guy. That's the reason why it's happening, that I'm a decent man or however it's phrased. That, you know, that's why they're coming, because no, Biden's a good guy. 
Truth of the matter is, nothing has changed. As many people came, 28% increase in children to the border in my administration, 31% in the last year of in 2019 before the pandemic in the Trump administration. It happens every single solitary year. There is a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter months. Yes, that was her addict to Brian. January, February, March. It happens every year. In addition to that, there is a and nobody and by the way, does anybody suggest that there was a thirty one percent increase under Trump because he was a nice guy and he was doing good things at the border? That's not the reason they're coming. The reason they're coming is that it's the time they can travel with the least likelihood of dying on the way because of the heat in the desert, number one. Number two, they're coming because of the circumstances in country, in country. The way to deal with this problem, and I started to deal with it back when I was a United States Senator, I mean, uh, Vice President, for putting together a bipartisan plan of over $700 million to do the root cause. Of okay. Why people are They're leaving. coming here because it's America. He eliminated that funding. Yeah. He didn't use it. He didn't want he people didn't to come it. here. Dumb fuck. And in addition to that, what he did, he dismantled all the elements that exist to deal with what had been a problem and, and has been continued to be a problem for a long time. He, in fact, shut down the, uh, the number of beds available. He did not fund HHS to get people to get the children out of those, those Neither border did patrol you facilities before. where they should not be and not supposed to be more than a few days, a little while. Uh-huh. But he dismantled Your administration all of sure so as fuck kept now there for a while. attempting to rebuild, rebuild oh, the system man. that can accommodate blame, the, the, blame, what is happening blame. today. And I'd like to think it's because I'm a nice guy, but it's not. It's because of what's happened every year. Let me say one other thing on this. Oh, if you please. take a look at the number of people who are coming, the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of people coming to the border and crossing are being sent back, are being sent back. Thousands, tens of thousands of people who are who are well, over the 18 years of age and single people one at a time coming have been sent back sent home how many people have stayed we're sending up? back the vast majority of the families that are coming we're trying That's to work out now with mexico their willingness to take more of those families back mm -hmm. but we, that, that's what's happening. They're not getting across the border. And those who are coming across the border who are unaccompanied children were moving rapidly to try to put in place what was dismantled, as I said. For example, of all the children who are coming across the border, over 70% are either 16 or 17 years old. We're not talking about people ripping babies from mother's arms or little three-year-olds. Oh, so then it's the okay. Less than I think it's one and a half percent. It's okay then. Fall in the category of the very young. So what we're doing is we're providing for the space again to be able to get these kids out of the border patrol facilities, which no child, no one should be in any longer than 72 hours. Uh -huh. And today. I went to, for example, I used all the resources available to me, went to the Defense Department, and, and the, the Secretary of Defense has just made available Fort Bliss, 5,000 beds. God, great, more. Be immediately Good, available. That's awesome. Let's bring 5, more of them to the country. 5,000 beds in the Texas border.
and then they get so out. So we're building back up the capacity. Oh, awesome! That should have been maintained. Uh, and built because upon we give them free that shit. Trump and yes, they get free it's services that time. you pay for, like WIC, and the medical other thing shooting, etc. Am I giving you too long an answer? Because yeah. I don't want the detail. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, I, I don't know how much detail you want about immigration. Maybe I'll stop there and finish. My, my follow-up question is, um, one, if you could talk a little bit about which families, why they're being allowed to stay, what the families that are being allowed to stay, why they're being allowed to stay. In addition to that, when it comes to the they filibuster, which is what Zeke was asking about, there's immigration is, is a big issue, of course, with, when it related to the filibuster, but there's also Republicans who are passing bill after bill trying to restrict voting rights. Chuck Schumer is calling it an, an existential threat to democracy. Why not back a filibuster rule that at least gets around issues including voting rights or immigration? Jim Clyburn, someone of course who you know very well, um, has backed the idea of a filibuster rule when it comes to civil rights and voting rights. Well, look, um, I'm going to deal with all of those problems. No, the you're question not. Is, he has no idea what half of them are. Come and land on my plate. Let's go to the first question. By the way, all of them land on your plate. You're the fucking president. And that Dumb is, shit. What about dealing with families? Why are not some not going back? Because Mexico is refusing to take them back. They're saying they Isn't won't. Isn't that them convenient? Not all of them. We're in negotiations with. The president of Mexico, I think we're going to see that change. How about we, we don't let him in? Going back. All be going back. The only people we're not going to let sitting there. Okay, you know what? I, I, I've heard enough of this fucking idiot because I'm calling it a day. Uh, let, let me just say this right now. This fucking bullshit backpedaling he's doing right now. I'll have more highlights from more of this for tomorrow. This, this, this is atrocious. Well, we're not sending them back because Mexico won't take them back. Well, if you're so willing, if you're so willy-nilly to open up former Air Force Base like Fort Bliss and you get all these beds at convention centers in downtown Dallas and you get all these hotels that donate these rooms that you're paying, ICE just got the contract for $86 million. Why not use that? to get a couple of big-ass fucking military planes and put all these fucking refugees on that plane and fly them back to where they fucking came from. Poof. No longer our problem. Well, Mexico, Mexico isn't taking them. Well, what an excuse. Great excuse. Wait, what voting rights? Oh, all these restrictions. They want to put all these restrictions in place. So when it comes to voting, it, hey, actor Brian, it's bullshit. People are wanting to they they are wanting to actually have things in place for voter voter registration where you can't sign up the day you move to a city and vote. I'm confused. We should be requiring IDs. I think we should. I don't know how that restricts anybody's voting, but I'm not going to get into that now. Uh, we'll get into it more tomorrow. Wow, is he bad. Oh, Mexico's not taking him, so I guess we got to keep him. What a fucking dick. Uh, all right, uh, that does it for me. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. 
So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day and adios, everybody.
He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.